0: gentlemen welcome to episode 174 of the no podcast we are no outside food or drink the southeast Premier video game podcast tonight net ease poaching sega talent question mark how sony got ps5 300 grams lighter uh that uh bridges off of our uh drug references from the pre-show join us early for drug references from just brandt uh first look at dead space 39 years at nintendo question mark china cracks down on gaming again and we have your September Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus titles. I am one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. Yes, sir. Bringing the news. And frequent collaborator slash producer slash director, Cesar the second.
1: None of those above.
0: <laughs> you're not Newsmaster. <laughs> I can something else.
1: I, I literally just, uh, I'm the lazy one out of the bunch. I literally just sit down and just join the.
0: Are you the lazy one? You play a lot of games.
1: Uh
0: uh developer of product research. Product uh, research coordinator.
1: Uh Ragay tester.
0: I mean that goes without
1: saying. We need we need a formal title. Yeah, I got another one today. Oh god, Rogue. <laughs> that looks naughty. Yeah, Renee knows this one. This one's uh When They Cry, I think he's on the YouTube one. <laughs> when They oh, cry. cry? Yeah. They cry? Why is that specific? Uh it's a horror game. Horror visual novel where I think they all end up murdering each other or something like that. Oh, Renee's starting up his Dead Space oh, bullshit pleasant. in the Ellie yeah. 2020. It's weird. I didn't know she was up for election in the mid cycle 2020 to last year. 2022.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 20- Renee just says he works out in the gym. I don't need, I don't need know what this is. These we are all declarative statements. The <laughs> statements.
1: None of these add any context.
0: There's no context to anything. Renee just has to be on the show to explain the randomness or we wait for Cesar to interpret what he's trying to say and then we just I don't move even know what's on.
1: happening. <laughs> it's very random like I, he works out in the gym who works out in the
0: gym? Ellie, <laughs> Renee, thank you for joining us on the show uh, along with our other listeners, viewers. We have 5 currently, so thank you everybody for tuning <laughs> into whatever whatever this is that Cesar's producing, directing.
1: I'm definitely not uh, practicing my hiragana on a on a tablet right now. There we go. We don't need that. We need full concentration.
2: All right.
0: I want to start off the show. We did we did some brainstorming. Renee, I'm ignoring you. Uh we did some brainstorming uh pre-show. Not really pre-show. I just kind of sent out a text to y'all because it's not in the news. But there's a rumor. Um uh, again, file this under rumor. Don't say I heard no podcast said this. Uh it's fact. Actually, you can say that to anyone you know, and then they'll be listening. So that's fine. Go ahead, spread the rumor. You heard yeah, it here first. The lies. Now rumors just lies. But uh, but there's something being kicked around. I think it came from um uh the nate drake leaker uh he's got a show called yeah nate the hate and uh the rumor is that game boy and game boy color correct just those two
1: that's supposed to be on a like a playoff on nate the great
0: i don't know maybe that's what i said at first i thought
1: i was like man i used to read those books we're doing this again nate the great books yeah
0: uh but the rumor is that game boy and game boy color titles will be coming to nintendo switch online service which, uh, first off, as I put that in the news, like, hey, guys, be or not in the news, but just in the chat. Like, hey, be thinking of some titles you want to talk about. Let's just speculate and have fun with that. And then Cesar instantly reminded both of us that Nintendo Switch Online tends to bring you, what, four garbage titles for every good one? <laughs> if that's going to be the, <laughs> is that the ratio?
1: We should uh, actually give no. it a
0: ratio. We should go through the NES and Super Nintendo games and give it a blank to blank ratio
1: yeah which is weird because we don't even on like you mentioned on those even on the all the nes and super nintendo ones we don't even have all the ones that are published by nintendo which is weird right to me so like we don't have what what star tropics um that's a game i
0: want to love so much it's one of those if we ever made a list of games i want to love so bad that's one of them
1: or super you know like super RPG, you know stuff stuff that they own the ip with yeah so like you know like no brainers that they can just kind of just Chalk in there, like, I can sit there and complain about third party, you know, with licensing and everything. But, you know, first party should be done unless there's licensing issues with the music or something like that. Right, you have have those.
0: You have those. Why don't we have those yet? Yeah, Super Mario RPGs up there. What else is a big omission from those services? You've got your Zeldas. You've got your Marios. You've got your Metroids. Deep sigh. It's just other things in the catalog that don't
1: I, I don't know. Man, they give us they give us damn super tennis and I'm still pissed about that. So <laughs> hey, we're gonna grow to love super tennis. You just no, wait. we do this every year and it's never it's, there's we're no grow love. to love super tennis. We're gonna play it online together. We, we do this every time. It's so one point once a year, we always fire it up and like <laughs> I don't get it. We're both like we don't get it. This hey, friend of the
0: show, I, James Wong put it on his top five Super Nintendo games list. So I am willing to give it a shot just for James.
1: We we've given it shots.
0: James Pass as uh, Xbox went off with their social media <laughs> earlier this week. That was interesting to watch. Uh, Xbox James with gold. It was pretty cool. Uh, you were talking about Super Mario RPG, Cesar. I saw that that was like one of the last Wii U or Wii. I can't remember which list I was looking at because I looked at both of them. That was one of the last virtual console games added. I think, and I think was, it was Wii U. Was Wii. I
1: think it said 2017. Was it? I don't remember seeing it on the Wii U, but I could be wrong. I don't, cause remember we didn't even get Final Fantasy three, two, II, or one on the Wii yeah. U. Remember they just did on the Wii, and we're just like, oh, there we're you. done.
0: There's some more. Well, those aren't those aren't Nintendo first-party. Yeah, it feels like it though,
1: right? They yeah, were second party at the time. So,
0: all right, let's go to the Game Boy conversation. Y'all want to do a roundtable and just kind of see what we have?
1: Uh sure, Zoop. Uh, Battle Arena, Uh, what other crappy games can I list that we're gonna get? How do I close? How do I close? How do I close? Our speed? How do I sure, before. <laughs> All it means is I, I turn around from the the boring desk and go back to the fun desk to the left of me. So.
0: <laughs> this is not the boring desk. This if you give
1: it, a shares second, this desk my work desk. So, I what was that,
3: Brent? I was gonna say if you give it a second, Windows 11 will close this feed for you. If there I click go. around yeah. on
1: Skype, it will it'll kick me right out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so pitch, not pitch, them around.
0: Pitch Zoop to us since you're a Zoop fan.
1: I have no idea. I was just being an ass and just going on there looking at the <laughs> oh, okay. game Boy Game Boy games. I never played Zoop before in my life. I just remember seeing the the case in in the Super Nintendo. It seemed like the Super Nintendo game that was still around in every Walmart until the year 1999 because yep. nobody would buy it. Yep uh that why copies, zoop stands I, out to me zoop i know
0: that logo but i have no clue what the game is what is the game even
1: i have no, no idea. idea i tried looking up zoop and nobody was showing me pictures of it because i don't <laughs> think they exist i don't think anybody's actually played
2: they
1: get they the internet me, erased like, it I did, zoop, I did zoop i did zoop i did zoop game boy and looked at images and it's and it's the first image took me to a game boy bank on amazon which has super mario land 2 on the screen uh it didn't actually show me any gameplay of zoop and then it went on to, like, websites are trying to sell me copies of Zoop. Uh, and then I went game. back to looking at my uh, anime girls are Roman emperors somehow. So I started doing that again.
0: It's a puzzle game released on Genesis, Super Nintendo, Jaguar.
1: Game Gear. <laughs> yeah. Game Gear as well. Uh, I think I have it for games? Game Gear. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, I PlayStation. Think, I think I have it for Game Gear. Remember when we went through buying all those damn Game Gear games? I think I got in a lot for Game Gear. I
0: don't see it on here for Game Gear. Yep, Sega Game Gear. Yeah, right I don't know. Uh, Famitsu gave, the, no, EGM gave the Game Gear one 23.5 out of 40. What kind of scale is that? What I thought is, that
1: was a Famitsu scale. So we, they got a two, it's 40 out of 40. So it's uh they got four reviewers and 10 is the highest of each. So it scored about a little bit above 50%. On EGM? EGM or uh, Famitsu?
0: No, EGM. That's what I read it wrong. I thought that was a Famitsu, Famitsu...
1: review. EGM. I know Famitsu's 40. I don't remember. EGM's a different website now, man. Yeah. They do it. Okay, a... the,
0: the highest rated version for Zoop is Sega Genesis tied with the DOS port.
2: <laughs>
1: As one would be.
0: Uh the Jaguar one is universally panned. Uh Macintosh one apparently is solid. Uh, PlayStation is a I had no clue it came out for PlayStation. I thought it was way past that point.
1: So Europe only or is it America? Is it like that uh, Mickey Mouse game that we never got over here for PlayStation? Uh, The David Jaffe one? Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So in September 2003, the trademark renewal for Zoop was canceled. You can actually get the trademark for Zoop. It would be awesome to use our Patreon funds and award you the trademark (laughs) for
1: Zoop. I will buy Zoop so it will never be released again. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put in my, wi- uh, my, uh, my will, uh, released upon my death, to the world, Zoop, on all available consoles at the time.
0: I- IGN rated the PlayStation version of the game a 5 out of 10, stating Zoop has all the makings of a good puzzle game, it just doesn't deliver the goods. <laughs> wow, wow, what does it not do? Okay, GamePro's brief review of the PlayStation version called it an uncomplicated puzzle game that's only slightly hampered by squirrely controls. What are you like, saying in that? What does that even mean? Uh, the game was awarded best puzzle game in the nineteen ninety five Nintendo power awards. It's an power. Oh, it was son a, of a bitch. It was a bad year. Okay, yeah, this looks like this looks like garbage. I'm looking at a screenshot of the Genesis one. It, it looks like a. What,
1: uh, what does it look like? I can never find any
0: any photos. It's like four columns of things marching into a, a two separate. Two-by-four grids? Two-colored grids? Okay, here we go. Wikipedia. Zoop is a real-time puzzle game like plotting, where the player controls a triangle in the center of the screen. Every second, or more often in advanced levels, a piece comes in from the side and possibly pushes other pieces forward. Two consecutive pieces will never come in from the same quadrant, and runs of consecutive identical pieces on one row are longer, statistically, than one might expect. If a piece falls into the center square, the game is over. If the player shoots a piece of the same color as their triangle, it will be zooped, cleared. And <laughs> oh, points are what earned.
1: What hell does that even mean? <laughs> You've
0: been zooped. Cesar is zooped. <laughs> You've been zooped. I'm, I'm,
1: looking at, I'm looking at Super Nintendo gameplay, and I'm like, how does this look on the Game board though?
0: How did they, yeah, how did they pull this off on these other ones? Oh, if the piece word. behind the target piece is also of the same color, it is also zooped. The same goes for the next piece and so on. If a piece of a different color from the player's current piece is shot, the player's piece will switch colors with it. This is also what happens when a piece of a different color is encountered after zooping one or more pieces of the same color. (laughs) I'll have the zooping salad. When the quota of zooped pieces is met, the game speeds up, and before level 10, the background changes. Various special pieces do different things, such as a proximity bomb shaped like a lightning bolt that blows up pieces in a 3x3 area centered at the target piece or a lion bomb, often shaped like a gear, that creates a whole target line of pieces. All
1: right, I just watched a video of it, and somebody couldn't get past level three on the game board. (laughs) This checks out. (laughs) It's just just chaos coming towards them, and it looks like they got penetrated in the middle. So It's weird.
0: The sound effects have a cartoonish tone to match the vivid colors used through the stages while the music is smooth jazz and evolves with the game. As the levels get harder, the music becomes more tense, adding to the fast-paced atmosphere of the game. Holy crap! Get zooped! What a, right. what a weird ass game.
1: My bad. I didn't mean, talking about bullshit games that we're not gonna get. So. Oh, this is
0: great. I think you've been zooped. as our is our <laughs> episode <laughs> title? It has to be. Okay. Wow. This is all sorts really of games grail. I'm
3: looking forward to. Zooping. Since zoop. It's just a it's Go just a brand. verb now. Go on, Brandt. Get zooped. Zoop
0: yourself. Go zoop yourself. <laughs> He told me to do what? Has he played has he played the Jaguar version?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Wait, I'm going to go with... Uh, Brant's shirt reminded me. This is probably one of the best uh, Game Boy games. We're going back to the Game Boy thing. This is probably one of the best Game Boy games to come out. And I'll tell the story probably again for the 100th time on this podcast. But my dad famously got me the wrong Game Boy games with my first two. I wanted Super Mario Land, too, because that's the one everybody was talking about. And I had played it and was at first grade at that point and loved this game. And I got Super Mario Land. I was like, this isn't the right one. But I love that game. And then Donkey Kong Land had come out, you know, the pre-rendered rare style, uh, like Donkey Kong Country type port. And I didn't get that one. I got Donkey Kong 94, as it's referred to now. I was like, this isn't the right one. And it's still, well, I'll argue for six golden coins, but this is the better game out of those two for sure. And it just added so much on that, that original Donkey Kong formula. And it gave you all kind of power-ups and things to collect and, you know, a key for every exit and every like fourth or fifth level you squared off against Donkey Kong. And it was just, there was so much variety and enemy types and you could do like a somersault. I think this is the debut of the triple jump, is it not? You couldn't do that before, right? The one, two, three, and then you jump higher on the third one? I think it's the first time for that, that one. So. Uh, I
1: don't know, man. You're the expert, so whatever he says is probably right. Am I really? Uh, you're the one that probably put more hours into that game than in, I have, at least. I can't speak for more. So. <laughs> and it's on
0: it's on the Game Boy Virtual Console, if I remember right, for like 3DS. So hoping that that is an easy get uh, for the rumored Game Boy and Game Boy Color Virtual console no not <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> switch online they're free we only pay $20 for them per year uh Brant what's one for you we won't do this forever we'll just kind of we'll just kind of get some cool titles
3: <clears throat> I was gonna say Donkey Kong as well but I guess I'll oh. I'll go with um Link's Awakening and Samus Returns
0: Ooh, a double doozy
3: but uh Those honestly are but honestly, uh, I'm just waiting for Nintendo to be Nintendo and just give us a Virtual Boy collection instead. I'm
0: okay with that too. <laughs> I mean, they're unobtainable anywhere else, right?
3: Yeah. I but you have one. to have
0: the Labo to play it. Oh God, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> that'll 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 get the cardboard off the shelf. <laughs> I've actually got a Virtual Boy that doesn't have like a controller and it doesn't have the shroud and all that. I've thought about doing that consoleized Virtual Boy thing where it Ooh. takes out
3: the 3D and yeah. Have you, you've seen those? Yeah, those, are, those look so good.
0: They do look good, and there's there's good games on there. Like I won't def- I won't go to bat and say this is an experience you have to do for any of those titles, but that Wario Land where you jumped in and out of the different layers, that game was good as hell. The Mario Tennis was really solid. It just uh, it was a bit much leaning into those goggles. I, I can't defend that at all. Uh, Cesar, you had mentioned, just like uh, the current Nintendo Switch online titles, the ones you want are probably not the ones we would end up getting. What's what's one that you would hope for?
1: Oh, the one I know we're going to get. That I no, already yeah. have a physical one copy. that you one that you would hope for. Yeah,
0: Double Dragon. All right, and Cesar's again excluded. I'm going to move on. Okay, yes, Double Dragon 3. Thank you, Cesar. For our for our non-video listeners, he's holding, it, holding up uh, one of the Bastard games of all time. Uh, what's good about that one? Have you played that one at all? I have. It's Double it's, Dragon.
1: It's probably the one that you uh, want to play because <laughs> you would need a second Game Boy and a second cartridge and a link cable to get two people to fight each other. So I'm this will probably be the definitive cables. version for you. Single-player game, Double Dragon.
0: It's single player. No, I've got the link cable and the second Game Boy, so we could actually play this. I will play that with you. You know what? Let's make that happen. All right. I got it. We can stream. We'll set up two Game Boy players on the GameCube, and we'll link them together with that. Wait, does the Game Boy Advance link cable, is it backwards compatible? I
2: don't think
0: so. Oh, boy. That's obscure as fuck. Who knows that? I don't
1: know, man. <laughs> oh, I, boy. Nobody's ever, I never even thought about checking for that. No
0: so. one has. <laughs>
3: who's, who's thought about
1: that? I'm going to do backwards compatible Game Boy Advance Game Boy games. <sighs>
3: I would assume it works. It, I mean, it's. Uh.
0: What else used it? Double Dragon, Tetris. Tetris is the big one I know. Volleyball, the original Game Boy Link cable. You traded with Pokemon. Yeah. And that's the reason it was in the Game Boy uh, Advance one. And they even had the wireless remote. Remember the little humpback wireless yeah. uh, receiver thing for trading Pokemon on that one? All right, Cesar's got Double Dragon. What am I going to vote for? So
1: it says here the second generation Game Link cable cannot be used to link Game Boy Advance games, but there's an undocumented technique for the third generation Game Link cables can be used to link Game Boy or Game Boy Color games by using two cables. So some kind of weird thing.
3: Let's make it happen. Let's uh, make it sure happen. What was that, Brent? I said you're just daisy-chaining cables at that point.
1: It, that's what it says you have to do. You have to, like, daisy-chain. Putting a hub together. Basically.
0: Like a Firewire, the IE, was it IE 344 hub, the Gran Turismo land party.
1: <laughs> I still have my, uh, my wireless one, too. Wireless adapter. The wireless Game Boy Trader. The Game Boy Micro wireless adapter, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to piggyback on Brant's Link's Awakening. I'm going to go with the Oracle games for Game Boy Color. I think it would be cool to also get the third one. I don't know if Capcom's down for that or if they still have this stuff sitting around. But remember, the the Oracle games were supposed to be about the three goddesses. So you had Din, Furore, and Nehru. And we got, what, Din and Furore? We didn't get the third one?
3: Yeah.
0: It was one of those three, but that was supposed to be like the ultimate. It was the Triforces, so it was the three goddesses, so... That would have been the cool thing to get there, uh, and then six golden coins. These are, I mean, these are the ones we would expect. Is
3: there any? Are there any obscure Game Boy
0: games that I don't you really know? Have I to mean, fight
3: for like that. The biggest thing is, I mean, you you got to figure the Pokemon Company may not want their stuff on there because they like you money. Uh, yeah, that um, one would be great, though. They
0: um, or that one, Pokemon Gold. So that starts throwing yeah. out Blue also. Okay.
1: Don't forget the this. This uh, chart topper right here.
0: Mm-hmm. Have a copy of that too. Kirby's Dreamland Two.
1: And then, you know, the original.
0: I love that game. I'll run through that game any day of the week. I love that game. Uh Super mm-hmm. Mario Land for your for audio listeners. But which I mean, was yeah, very different from Mario games before, but it had its own spin.
3: Square Square's not gonna have their stuff on there, so you can forget about the original Final Fantasy and any after that yeah stuff. um you can forget no, about
0: there's no can, square games on that nes or super nintendo one they're coming out with their own shit so we, we yeah. really don't need nintendo online to preserve their stuff yeah that's a good point uh, I have nostalgia for Toy Story on Game Boy. It's not a good game, but <laughs> I have licensing
1: for... issues.
3: That's probably yeah. you're probably not going to get that.
1: I don't know, man. D- uh, Disney's been pretty uh, easy to work with recently with their licensing, so I would not be surprised. We're getting that Jungle Book patch in the Lion King and Aladdin collection. So I saw
0: that. That was big news. Oh. They're adding. they uh, if nobody saw that, they're adding Jungle Book to that Disney. Mm-hmm. What they call it? Disney Classics Collection.
1: It's just an update so, with the yeah. original two games, or just it looks like it's an add-on. You can add the add them in there. So
0: you get Jungle Book along with Lion King and Aladdin.
1: And they went back and they released all those uh, double fine adventure uh, games, like Full Throttle and all that. That's that was owned by Lucas. Disney's been very, uh, been very uh, willing. Um, if they actually come out with Marvel vs. Capcom 2, they'd be even more willing. So. <laughs> I think we're going <laughs> to
0: see that sooner than later. I've seen a lot right. of that kicking around.
1: I think that will be, I think between me and you, I think it will be up to Capcom. I'm pretty sure. Cause uh, what's the guy's name that's running uh, Disney licensing now. He's he used to work for PlayStation. He's the one that's married to Andrea Renee.
0: Oh yeah. John
1: Drake. He, yeah. He runs the Disney licensing. So yep. he's been the one that's licensing out those games. He's been, they've been, he's been doing his gig, man.
0: And he's friends with like digital clips and them. So they, yeah. they already have a tight relationship, which benefits all of us. It's awesome. Uh, I had another one to throw out there, but I just forgot what. Oh, the uh, I know people like the Mega Man Game Boy games. The Mrs. specifically, her her memories of Mega Man are Game Boy. Okay, sure, but I know those are not really obtainable anywhere else unless they've been included in some sort of collection. Were they on one of those Mega Man collections? Uh,
1: I think maybe through Virtual Console on the 3DS, maybe. Yeah. 3ds Virtual
0: Console, man. When they when they start talking about that thing going down, we're gonna have to load up all of us. There's some good some good titles on there. I dread that day. I finally did fire up. On a side note, I fired up the Wii U and looked at that Virtual Console since you guys had talked about. You know, there's still a bunch of Turbo Graphics games stuff like that on there. For and now, that's, uh, that store pretty heavy still. I wonder how long that'll stay up. Also, that Wii U interface is slow as shit. Oh, yeah. and I remember when it was even slower. Like, they had to release an update to even move around there. And it was it was nightmarish. Like, I was playing that Match 3 game. I did, like, two or three rounds of that while this eShop was loading. I'm like, damn, this thing is slow. So, I didn't buy anything on there. It wasn't anything that jumped out at me. Uh, do y'all have any Game Boy games you want to throw out there last minute to add? Nah.
1: Uh, outside of ones you mentioned already, uh maybe Sword of Hope, Sword of Hope Two. What are those? Uh those are Koei Tecmo RPGs. Uh similar to like their version of Final Fantasy Legend when it came out. So Okay. Uh Dragon Warrior Monsters was pretty pretty popular on the OG yep. Game Boy. Those are um, big titles. They, they were got black port-
0: cartridges if I remember right. I got one, yeah.
1: I got one up there actually. Um for whatever reason they got a port on on the Switch we never got over here, so but I think it's the exact port of that Game Boy one.
0: The Castlevania games on Game Boy are are decently regarded and still very, very expensive, so it'd be cool to see those come back out.
1: I mean we'll be
3: here that's all day. Konami man. thing, man. Wario uh, Land.
0: Yeah, but Konami's like Cesar was saying with Disney, Konami's getting better at that shit too. Who would have thought we would get mm-hmm. uh I mean they they released Bloodlines.
3: I'm about to say they they released the deck collection themselves um they were behind the whole um turbo graphics yep uh 16 mini so i mean
0: so i played some of this week it's still
1: hooked i think up. i think that whole metal gear solid experiment they had on there kind of solely their chances of doing anything internal. Like they're more willing to license out their their ips now so we're gonna see probably a lot yeah. of that come in the future so fine which is so so i they-
0: still think blue points doing that metal gear solid remake (laughs) that's part of it while we're while we're in the rumor bucket
1: i don't know At one point they were talking about maybe being a castlevania one remember so like they were very cryptic on those tweets so
0: speaking of castlevania i keep seeing that uh i've got lords of shadow installed on xbox one do those still hold up decently are those pretty good did okay. either one of y'all play those?
1: Lords of Shadow One is really good. Uh Lords of Shadow Two gets mundated in their storytelling. It mm-hmm. it kinda that's when Konami was like letting games ship unfinished. They're like, We're done spending money on this, ship it. Yeah. Uh, and they weren't letting the polish sit in there. About the time uh, they were tapping out. They yeah. had
0: Metal Gear Solid Five coming up and that was kinda the end of the tunnel.
1: Yeah, because remember they didn't even finish you know, Kojima didn't finish that game either. I mean there still yeah. there's still chapters missing on there to complete the story, so uh, Konami
0: was amazing remember when you saw that startup like the mm-hmm. you knew it was
1: you knew it was a good ass game but the first one is a really great great game it really is uh second one is it doesn't surpass the first one the first one was really good though if you get a chance to play the first one is good you'll probably play the second one to see where the story goes because there's a nice little twist at the end of it yeah but um it's not as <clears throat> regarded as the second one is so and, Harmony of Despair. I think the 3DS one was like a in between. Was like 1.5, uh, and so you would play that after Lords of Shadow. So
3: well, they Metro, have that's your Metroid something Studio now.
1: Yes. What was that, Brent?
3: <clears throat> trying to find it.
1: Um. Yeah, the one for that's what I said. The one for 3DS is the 1.5 version. That's the one you play in between those two. Then they ported. 8? I think they ported it over to PS3 and Xbox later. So. I think it went to Vita also, right? Did they get a Vita port? I don't think so.
0: I'm thinking of that Batman game, maybe. It the,
3: the Lords of Shadows Mirror of Fate. Mirror. Mirror of Fate.
1: Yeah, I did Harmony of Destinies. It's not Harmony of Destance. It's Mirror of
3: Fate. That's
0: the online one. Cesar checks his non-alphabetized collection.
1: uh <laughs> it's kind of all mixed up. So. <laughs> I have it.
0: It's here somewhere. That's the Mercury Steam title. Who makes the uh, Samus Returns? And yep, there it is. Mirrors of Fate.
2: So
0: Samus also, Returns and the, the new Metroid game.
1: PS3. That's when uh, when they were having issues with the PS3 store. Like if you bought that Castlevania Ultimate Collection, that was included with it, and that was the only way you can get it without having to download it. So it was on disc. So that thing shot up to like 200 bucks. So. The Ultimate Collection. Used, yeah. 'Cause it's on that go,
0: that whole mirrors of fate game is on the disc.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it's
0: not even a great game. <laughs> all right. We wax poetically about Game Boy. Let's get into the actual news. Uh, this comes from Gamatsu via Bloomberg. NetEase games and final negotiations to poach Toshiro Toshihiro Nagoshi from Sega. Tencent reportedly also on the brink of Japanese studio acquisition. That's a side note. NetEase Games is in final negotiations to poach Yakuza and Super Monkey Ball creator Toshihiro Nagoshi from Sega. Uh, The report cites people familiar with the matter who said that Nagoshi is expected to set up his own team to create new games but has yet to sign a final contract or have his duties finalized. Uh, Tencent is also reportedly on the brink of acquiring another Japanese studio. Neither NetEase Games or Tencent responded to requests for comment to Bloomberg. Uh, it's pretty big talent going to the conglomeration that is NetEase.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not the only one. You had the former CEO of uh, Sega, it's working for SNK now, so setting up SNK, and they've been upbeating their games recently. So,
0: hmm. A Renaissance from SNK would be most appreciated. Maybe we get Neo Geo Pocket Color uh, on Nintendo Switch
3: online. <laughs> <laughs> you hear us begging well, they for just the stuff. Redid those games. Yeah, they, they have collection. those collections. Yeah, there's a collection for that.
0: Yeah, that's that's the next best bet if you don't lock it behind the online service, which I don't mind paying the twenty dollars <laughs> for. I get my I get my twenty dollar use, but there's some people's value who they'll feel otherwise, but locking it behind the paywall, as it were. Uh, next up, Sony's new PS5 model weighs less because it has a smaller heatsink. This comes from the verge. The new PS5 model has appeared in Japan, Australia, and the US for those who are able to get PS5s. Uh, a few PS5, a new PS5 model started appearing in Australia, Japan, and parts of the US with a new stand design and a mysterious reduction in weight. Thanks to a teardown from YouTuber Austin Evans, the mystery has now been solved. Sony has changed the heatsink that helps cool the PS5. The new heatsink is significantly smaller than the original and makes up for the entire weight, produ- weight reduction of 300 grams, which is half a pound. It's not clear why Sony has swapped out the heatsink so early on in the PS5's life cycle, but YouTuber Evans does note that this his particular unit ran hotter as a result, with rear exhaust temperatures around 3 to 5 degrees higher. That could be down to manufacturing variants, though. Uh, there's a good picture on the Verge article of the of the heatsink. It's
1: about yeah, it's about at least half the size. It does seem mm. like half, right? Uh, the heat
0: sinks used to cool the PS5. The console has heat pipe with a shape and airflow as a vapor chamber. Blah blah blah. Anyways, the internet went ablaze with this, as can yeah. be expected of the internet.
3: This is actually a YouTuber I watch oh. somewhat frequently, so it was interesting to see his video. I think it was like Saturday or Sunday. And then all this week, just see people person after person do article after article on it. And, but he's, you're he's doing, one of those. Doing
0: the, you're doing, uh, yeah.
3: <coughs> do the DiCaprio. Know, you know, was, just like, yeah. yeah, but yeah, he, he does dive deep dives into stuff like this and weird tech and tear downs and things. He was one of those, um, uh, people that was lucky enough when the, uh, when Microsoft was bringing people in show them the the series X and they had like that magnetic build and you were able to take it apart and put it back together and see all the internals and all that. But yeah, he, he went through this determined to figure out where that 300 grams went. And when they pulled off, um, the, the, uh, shielding and saw that, that, uh, copper and the whole, uh, heat sink is just complete completely different um they you know they theorize that you know this could eventually cause problems down the road but honestly i mean sony's sony overdeveloped the original ps5 yeah um and i mean much like
0: the xbox one you know coming off the red ring threat and all that stuff that's just that machine is like bang up
3: and that's the thing a lot of people were saying is sony's um the ps4 and the uh ps3 had heating issues so certain models you know had had, right. had heating issues so it it seems like they overdid it on this one purposefully to to kind of mitigate all that but now they're they're cutting back the heat sink. either now that they've that it's been out in the wild for at least a year maybe they have all this data showing yep. okay well we can push it and it's fine with with this heatsink it'll be completely safe it'll be fine but th- you know they talked about in the video they're worried about how um playstation tweaks and they have that variable frequency um to, to throttle or um overclock the gpu at certain times and with it already being um because he just i mean started it up let it run and was testing uh the heat and um decibels and things like that coming off of it and well,
2: was it just louder? with that
3: i'm kind of curious it about was that. it was quieter but i so mean lighter. that's wow. the, the the thing is is that's that's based on your model that's based on what fan they put in it anyway because yeah. they're they're it's the same company that makes all these fans and there's just slight variations between the fans so that comes down to open up your ps you know, take off the side panel and look in there and see which fan you got. It may be a little louder. It may be a little quieter. Right. It's kind of, it, you know, but um, it did run It did run a little hotter. So, I mean, if it's doing that with um, not much of a load on it, what's it going to do with a very intense game? And in the long run, what's it going to be? After These hardware
0: variations. years these hardware variations are always fascinating. Like this is, we're a one week out or so, I would say, because this wasn't news <laughs> last week. So we're getting That's all we're getting all the hottest of takes at this point. Whereas we can look back in the past and like we could look at the top loader NES, or we could look at PS2s without the 56K adapter in the back. And there's, there's all these hardware variations that we can go back and look at. The Genesis 2 that didn't have the great Yamaha sound chip in it. It still had a good one. It didn't have the best one in it. So this stuff's always fascinating from that standpoint. But from the three of us, we we all three have both next gen consoles. Have you guys had any sort of like overheating issues or shutdowns or or anything that you can attribute to? Me neither. These both seem like well well done. My only complaints on the X ex- I've never had a PlayStation issue. My Xbox complaints are all Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Nothing has <laughs> ever messed up except for freaking Halo bogging out on me every play session.
3: I mean, I've had a couple really hard crashes, but I think it was just software glitches you have that wound up. PS5. Th- that's wound up causing that because every time I go over and and check the PS5, it's not it's not hot, it's not overheating, and
0: right usually Which is the just the fear.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. usually just a power cycle, and it's it's back and it's fine. So, yeah, I, I don't think any of my co- well, aside from the PS3 uh, yellow lighting. On me, I've never had a uh, a major console malfunction. Let me knock <laughs> on wood here. <laughs> as, on I, your, uh... <laughs> as I look at all these, oh wait, no, the Wii U, yeah, the Wii U bricked.
1: You had I forgot a forgot about that. You were modding it though, right?
3: No, no, it it was What'd one of those things it? where
1: you're not the know. only you're not the only one. Somebody on Twitter had the same issue where they they fired up their Wii U to download a uh, Zero Mission and yeah. it just randomly bricked. And she yeah. was super pissed about it. She's like, she's like, I throw, she's like, I cover my shit with blankets and trees it with like the most care she can, and the shit just oh, randomly breaks. Oh no! Yeah. So
3: which is some why kind it, of
1: software error. It, just yeah.
3: it, it hit. It had some kind of weird software. I, I that was when I first got on the podcast. I talked. I talked about it.
1: just it was a random. More and more recently, yeah.
3: It was a random brick, so I got a new one. But the whole thing is, I've got to make time and call Nintendo and get them to. Hopefully, somebody there will know what they're doing and can fix my account <laughs> because your odds,
0: your odds are getting slimmer and slimmer, Brant. Because thing. if you, if you, you remember, have a, wait, you have a what? You a have Wii a Wii U.
3: U? <laughs> what was Cause, that? <laughs> Cause the thing is, uh, you can only link one Nintendo ID. That's what it I remember was, the Nintendo IDs.
0: I remember that.
3: And you could link one Nintendo ID to one Wii U. And the problem is I can't log into the old one and, and, yeah. Dis- disassociate yep. that account.
1: And the, the, crazy thing, the crazy thing yeah. is they fixed that with the, the Switch. So you can go yeah. in there and just log in on the website and just like, alright, I don't have this one anymore. Make this my main one or make this my secondary one. You can choose that on the what browser. Xbox, uh, Microsoft has it too and Sony has it too. So
3: I, I even tried it. I tried on going uh, in online and, and logging out of all devices <laughs> just to see and um, I re-logged into everything except for um, The 3DS was fine And of course the Wii U still
1: um, Won't I'll just gonna log in I'll so. give you some advice that uh, Richard always says he'll do Whenever he <laughs> gets faced with um, Turbulent times when it comes to consoles like this Go ahead and just go to the store and get you an eye patch And get you a hat And then it's the powers of life for you sir At that point you're like hey I, I try to do it legit And this is how y'all treat me
0: <laughs> Brent when you, let the, when you let the sales out You have to like yeah. grab. When you pull this is what you do you, When you're grabbing and pulling and the sails come the sales come fully out and you just you just take off you're you're sailing at that point
3: Here, here's the thing to do a uh, a proper pirate uh well, Pittsburgh pirates what is this? yeah Pittsburgh pirates to this do a is
0: baseball podcast to do
3: to do a to do a, uh, uh, a you have heard of me pi- to do a pirate <laughs> cosplay <laughs> 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 Every time <laughs> <laughs> to do a, a to to properly get Sea of Thieves running on your Wii U, uh, you have to purchase a um, a DS title from the eShop and then push oh. a, push a payload to you know do all this stuff. That's
0: how it goes. So because when you when y'all started talking about the Nintendo accounts, it made me think I have. I bought a Wii U off of somebody with a broken gamepad. And I was like, all right, let's just take a gamble on this. I couldn't fix the gamepad. I actually tore a ribbon that you can't tear. Oh. So I've got another bit to buy. But this Wii U, they had downloaded all kinds of stuff. And it was just like, okay, whatever. I'll leave this until I decide to sell the seas with Brant. I'll leave this one as is because I know it has Mario Kart 8 downloaded. It has Ocarina of Time. It has Wind Waker. It has a digital copy of Twilight Princess, I believe, Um, Mario 64. So I'm just like, okay, if I want to play any of those games, it's on this Wii U and I'll just sync my pad to that one and go that route. But it's like it's that person's name. It's their character. It's their me, all that stuff. And I cannot change that. I think Cesar and I actually got online with that one Uh, one time before Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out. We were on a Mario Kart 8 kick. And I think we played with that one online with this person's like two random me's just because it, it had a digital copy of Mario Kart 8 on it. So,
1: yeah, I think that was like a, the only time we ever played Mario Kart 8 online until DX came out. And we had a blast.
0: We had a blast with that one. Yeah. It was fun. All the random people in that chat thread where you can't really say anything, you just put the random.
1: Uh, everybody's uh, like, oh, I use still controls." I took,
0: that's, that's where it comes from. <laughs> ah,
1: I named the monkey Jack. You know, random stuff like that. So.
0: <laughs> oh, more famous Pittsburgh Pirate quotes. <laughs> uh, someone tell Jack. us about this Dead Space Direct.
1: Um, I'm gonna leave this to Brian because I didn't actually watch it. So,
3: uh, I started watching it and um was interrupted by having to actually. Go live back life. to my nine to five. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> but this I saw st- the bills, Brant. <laughs> no, my other job pays this. <laughs> Basically, that Mike didn't come free. That and the heroin. <laughs> got to
1: get it coming somehow, <laughs> All right. <laughs> all this is admissible in court, you know. I know. <laughs> we got them. Yeah. Court all is right. live on YouTube for all to see. Cesar, you
3: can hang up. We got them. <laughs> He said something about no being place. a pr- pirate and heroine. We got him.
1: I'm waiting for the knock. I'm waiting for the knock on his door. Like FBI, open up. Here's Renee. <laughs> Renee peeked back up when uh dead
0: space talk started.
3: <laughs> so, um, they, this was a, a very, um, just kind of like open look at what. Yes. Uh, they are, they're doing
0: yes. with this hey, dead space. Look, I'll add this was a very <laughs> early, like almost concept ish. View yeah. of here's how Isaac's going to move. Here has here's how he shoots. And there was like there was just blocks in the background. It was very early. And I wish more studios would do this. Like, show us these building blocks of this. Show us the mm-hmm. jank. Show us the early concepts and stuff. I eat this up. It's like director's cut stuff. I love it.
3: But yeah, Motive had this like an hour long live stream. Yeah. Showing this stuff. And they they showed like rebuilding the original game. Um you know, like this hallway and they showed, you know, bare bones, um, how they redid the lighting and yeah,
0: like wireframe re- shit.
3: Yeah. They, they were redoing all this stuff. And I, I, it was interesting. Cause like, I just kept seeing um, people talk shit about like, why is there fog? Why is there this? And like, guys, they, they, they keep saying, look, this is just uh, like, was our concept. This is what we're starting when we thought of, well, if we're going to make this game, how would we go about doing it? This is right. not the final product, obviously. This game it's coming out late next year. So and they've next got... Next gen only. Yeah, they've got quite a bit of time.
0: Yeah. Yes. But, I love these sneak peeks of stuff like this, this early stuff, and they... You know, I hope it doesn't go to them, the Mm. negative parts of it. I hope that doesn't that doesn't rise above all the rest of it, because everybody else that looked at it was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Yeah. And I've recently been playing that first one so I could see kind of and I think the first one's just like crazy immersive and I love the atmosphere and everything. So looking at it through a next gen engine, it's just like,
3: oh, dear God, this is this is is part where they showed, like, that side-by-side split screen. Oh, yeah. of Looking it, down the hallway type thing. It looked good. It looked real good. Even for just a early concept. But, I mean, we had talked about how, in the first one, um, Isaac doesn't talk. Uh, he talks in later games, but mm-hmm. they already said that they will have him talk uh, in this remake, and they're bringing um, the original voice actor, uh, Gunnar Wright, uh, back to to reprise his role.
1: Yeah, but they said it was only gonna. From what I, I didn't see much of it, but I know they noted on there that he was only gonna speak if spoken to and, and only in only certain situations where the story needs to be moved forward. I think. Yeah. But he was gonna be mostly a silent protagonist, similar to the first one was. So. I don't remember him speaking at all in the first one, right? Unless it was towards the end. I can't. It seems like I I'm thinking at the end maybe he might have said I, something at the end.
3: I'm trying to remember. I re, yeah, I remember he him. He was being silent like the mostly, whole
1: game, pretty much. It was mostly yeah, being the, uh, silent. The mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. When you get hit, sometimes you.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but uh, was, that, was that the one where every time you put on the exoskeleton, the needles all went into the spine? <laughs> yeah. Is that what I always remember. And it's just, just go, like, like
3: wh- grabbing you,
1: like yeah. oh,
3: everything's so freaking visceral in that game. Um, they did show off um the dismemberment mechanics, like the the physics that they had. Um, this is what
0: I liked in that like blank background. Yeah. Or you're just it's you and the necromorph <laughs> i thought that was really cool
3: and again i kept seeing things about oh it's taking too many hits to to take off his arm or whatever and it's like again this is just proof of concept like there's always going to be those people man they're just no matter what they're just displeased please don't let but, them rise
0: to the top because oh, everything about this i want this about so many other games just give us these broken they're not even broken. Give us these early snippets of just environmental saying, tests and stuff.
3: When have you seen a game company just be like, "Look, this is what we're doing," and be so like open with it and, and not just and
0: show any game all company, this. this? This is a fucking EA game. EA is doing this. Please let them be turning the page.
1: Hey man, this uh, is their uh, this is their uh, this is their it? comeback. There, there was a, there was a word going around on Twitter for it. I forgot what it was called. It's their something arc. I forgot what it was called. Redemption? <laughs> Redemption arc, that's what it Redemption. was, yeah. Redemption Speaking arc. of
3: which, no microtransactions.
1: Yeah. Even
0: better.
3: Uh, they talked about how this game will actually have zero gravity, uh, because there are sections in Dead Space uh, where you kind of, mm. like, can jump from I'm gonna one section to that. the
0: next. I'm going to talk about that later.
3: But it's just, like, very, like, one note, just... Bzzz. And you're going back and forth to whatever. Okay. This says there's actual like zero gravity to go back and forth uh, to these different objects. Uh, they they say that they're um, they're gonna build uh, more lore within this Dead Space remake universe, uh, and then they will they've uh, plan on fleshing out uh, a lot of these side characters. So. Again, that's I guess that kind of goes back to the lore a little bit, but also at least giving you more depth into the crew and what's going on around you and, you know, all these other people that you meet. And so yep. just this this whole concept, I mean, we're we're talking about just how cool it is to to see them doing something like this and being being so open in the fact that, yeah, this is EA. But I mean, I'm I'm excited to see this game remade. And we'll probably see more, I'd say by, hopefully by E3 next year, they'll have, like, some solid, some solid gameplay. Yeah, September,
0: maybe the Game Awards show, we see, like, a gameplay demo of some kind-ish, December-ish?
1: Maybe, or they'll they'll save it for their drug EA Play thing, so...
3: Yeah. Yeah, EA Play Live, so...
1: I mean, because at this point they're pumping out a lot of games, and they got a lot of games in the pipeline. I would imagine they would put those to their own show. That's just my guess. I could be wrong. So,
0: so when they first announced this, I had like little to none experience with Dead Space, and I've got what four or five hours now in the first Dead Space. This became a. I'm glad this is there for those people that love that series to. Uh, Whatever our scale is, pre-order uh, upgrade to collector's <laughs> edition. Whatever,
3: the, whatever. The, the Fry, the Philip J. Fry meme, where shut up and take my money. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Here's, here's a here's a graph from Ubisoft explaining the 85 different versions and what you do or do not get in each one. So.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the gold edition with the season pass and <laughs> no, like Brant was saying, there's no microtransactions. So EA yeah. has, has thankfully pivoted because uh i've actually been pricing out the only copy of the original dead space i'm missing is dead space three for 360 that's the only one i don't have so as i've been looking at them i see on the instruction booklet and all that it's like here's your online pass with the limited edition (laughs) i'm like oh god y'all remember that era remember when you had to pay for the online or gamestop would literally sell you a ten dollar upcharge and put that shit on your receipt through the through the main or the publisher, and then you could you could redeem that code. So if you bought what what was one of them, maybe Uncharted Three, I think there was a bunch of Sony titles back in the uh, day.
1: If it. you go with EA exclusively at the Dead Space yeah. Three, yeah. did it? That's um, Three. The Saboteur did. You had to pay
0: it. for the online pass if you bought a used one.
1: Yeah. The Saboteur did it as well, and they didn't even have an online pass with the Saboteur. I think you just get the the nudie bar in the beginning if you didn't with that pass. <laughs> That was uh, censored. If he didn't, so
0: that was a little bit before that era because that was the yeah. game that killed Pandemic. God bless Camp Pandemic. Oh,
1: they became, they're living uh,
0: on. They're living on.
1: Yeah, they they became what E-E-A-L-A and never released a game, and then they got now they're in part of that respawn. Whatever the hell they're doing over there with what's his name. Yeah. So
0: new Dead Space looks incredible, and yes, I'm down for collector's edition action figure. Might be <laughs> Cessars buy on all versions mode. <laughs> whatever versions it's going to come out on. It, that would be interesting one to see on switch as of the one of the cloud ones, you know, the, the cloud only versions has EA done one of those yet for switch. No, because we Look, know the switch can't do what the next gen stuff is promising.
1: I've always been not all in on switch, but I, I'm at this point where I've been playing a lot of games on switch <laughs> And I'm I, I, it's, I'm getting that same bullshit we're feeling with that end of the PS3 and 360 era. Yep. Like, we, we need new hardware, and it's starting to aggravate me with some of these games. I'm like, some of these games like, this is a good game, but it's being hampered by this limitation. So I'm hoping, hopefully something new will come out that maybe can run these newer games somehow. So, so this could
0: be in games played, but I didn't play enough of it to where I feel like I want to expound upon it in games played. But the last, I would say, like five or six Switch games I played are only Nintendo. They're only first party. And I recently got uh Dragon Quest 11 for Switch. And so I had that updated. The and one that never goes
1: it. on sale for $20, like all the other versions.
0: Right, I bought it on eBay. And then all the, the week after that, it's $10 less on Best Buy with that student discount. And I'm like, sure, whatever. Uh, it also didn't help me that I purchased it in Georgia. So I got charged the extra, <laughs> I got charged the extra
1: tax. God bless the uh, tax, like, yeah. damn
0: it. But it's still a pretty good deal. But I popped that in, I updated it, and it carried over my progress from the demo, which was, like, an hour and a half. It wasn't much. But just, like, I started up that save, and I jumped out, and I panned the camera, and I immediately I was like, oh, God, I don't know about this. I might have to play this on Game Pass or get the PS4 copy or something, because damn. I
1: mean, you can do the Game Pass one. It's still on there rough. for now until it's gone, so.
0: That was rough. It didn't. It was, and... I immediately filed this away as, okay, this needs to be a portable game. I need to play this on the handheld and know that I'm playing a handheld game and not not on my OLED where this looks like complete
1: trash as I'm playing it. All and
0: right. as, I, as I moved around some more, it wasn't as bad. Yeah. But that first jarring moment was just like, oh, God.
1: It, it wants you to switch to 2D. It's like, Richard, switch to 2D. You will not have any performance issues. I can handle <laughs> 2D, switch me. switch
0: Switch,
1: me and we got renee over here in chat saying le 2022 to 2027 i don't even know what that means i don't even know how to respond to that why is he such an
0: la fan what happened my friend hated me due to dead space 3 was that you cesar are you the friend he's referencing he doesn't
1: want to call you out one of his other friends i think he bought it for him for like christmas even though he didn't want it he got it for him anyways (laughs) it's (laughs) one of his (laughs) pivoting conversations like he's like i don't want to play that trash and he was like and he bought it for him and gifted to him anyways
0: yeah. Is it not good co-op? Like it's not even good co-op. It's,
1: it's not, not. It's not Dead Space. It's like it's like space. You play that. You you play like the first game and then you go to the third one. It's like whatever made that game great is like they took it all away. And it's oh. like it's a fine game, but it's like you don't. It's not Dead Space. You could have called it Miami Vice in space or something like that. I, I don't know, man. But that's an interesting twist. Uh,
0: <laughs> it instantly went to the 80s, and had Don Johnson in a, in a suit. Yeah. So I mean uh renee says sly there's no context it just says uh, sly, that is that so.
1: is his uh his friend
0: okay okay good yeah dude. i thought he was asking for a sly cooper reboot so i was down with that too
1: if we're gonna or demolition question. man 2 we can keep going all day <laughs>
0: <laughs> any of the sly movies a new rocky you want a new rocky renee
1: new judge dread judge Dread 2
0: uh, all right is that our story for dead space yeah it looks good we all love that sneak preview yeah. right from what we saw of no, it. that's pretty good yeah
1: I didn't see any of it. I'm just going to go in blind. I saw it on Twitter and everybody was excited about it. And I was like, eh. And that's why I didn't say anything. Because I was like, I didn't read anything. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go in blind and enjoy it. Like
3: I'm sure y'all are not even paying attention. But, I mean, that new trailer for Metro Dread, I was frigging going crazy. It looked so good. Uh, I wish
0: I hadn't watched it, watched it but I'm, I don't really I'm, at, I'm at the point it. where
1: I'm muting all media when games are coming. I was going to say. Interested in too, so I haven't seen it. I don't know what's I, in there. I don't know how to it up. I yeah. never.
3: I never know when y'all are like, yeah, go in blockout mode. So I just, I try not to say anything.
1: I, I, I officially go in Lebr- uh, LeBron James. I'm in the finals mode, maybe within six months of a game release where he just blocks out all social media altogether. Yeah, but he's like three and six in finals, right? That's <laughs> just, This is why he blocks out social media because this is what people keep reminding him of. That, and you'll never be <laughs> Michael Jordan. That's all it is on his Twitter stuff.
0: So. All right. This is like just it, for Brant then. Yeah. Brant, that is to be expected. Uh, much akin to like, uh, seeing Bowser, but still it was, it still had its own tone and impressiveness. So I'm not going to be, you know, I don't feel like anything's ruined. So Mm -hmm. sorry. If you end up seeing something, nothing is ruined. It's just the, the impact of kind of seeing the scale. I think the scale struck me, Grant, but it has always struck me with that character. So it's not like, what do you mean? You know, it, it was, it was still like, Okay, they got the tone right. More of that oh almost like the Dead Space preview that we got, like, okay, this is the right tone for this oh. where we where fans of the franchise expect this to go.
3: It just but just the end of the trailer where they start playing the freaking theme that oh, that sounds so good. That version of it sounds so good. Brent, do you still need the special edition? Are we have we talked about that? We have.
0: Susar, so, do you have a backup special edition?
1: Uh no, I did not on this one because this these okay. went quick. I think I have to double check and make sure. I got mine at Target. Uh, I got to look and see. Sometimes I just buy stuff twice just to be on the same side. But I think this is one of the ones I could not secure a second one because like as soon as uh, they were coming out, they were selling out quickly. So
0: Okay. I have coverage for all three of us just in case something bad happens. So just keep me in mind.
1: Which is weird because normally I'm like you. I usually get at least two. Mm-hmm. somebody typically F me over at some point. Because I think I got one of the amiibo, and of that set of the amiibo, and then I got one. I don't of think the, I ever got the edition. amiibo. So I don't think I ever got, got the amiibo. I got both of those from Target. So they they haven't screwed me over yet. Gonna, suppo- supposedly, I, I say that now. I say that now, and the sad thing is, is in that one box that's coming from Target is that that OLED switch, oh. that Metro game, and that amiibo all in that one box. Someone's gonna look at that box and like I want that shit. It's gonna get lost
3: at FedEx.
1: It's a FedEx. I about about say, you better hope
3: it's, it's not me, your preferred yeah. shipping partner. <laughs> I, I they're,
1: one of, <laughs> they're
3: one of the motherfu- they're they're one of the people on stream watching <laughs> us right now, and they're taking
1: notes. They're like, they're, okay, they're, CSR, they're sitting there, they're sitting in the corner in the corner petting uh, Richard's PS5. It's like, no more, you'll have company soon. Don't <laughs> okay,
0: <worry." laughs> so today, today I'm waiting. I have to make a left into my neighborhood. I got my blinker on, it's a busy highway, so I'm kinda waiting and waiting and waiting. There's a truck I see coming around the corner, and they put on their blinker and they're going in. And he he passes me, and then I see the logo on the side and it's lit up. It's just it's right in my face, and I'm like, "You bitch, you have my PS5 <laughs> on that truck. Still, I know
2: you do.
1: <laughs> keep uh, keep every time you see one. Where's my package? Where's my package? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Where's right. my package? Where's it at? You tell me. Got my tracking information. Where's my package? <laughs>
2: I'll
0: show I'll show you. He's like, sir, that's not that's not my department. That's <laughs> so how it I just works. Deliver. <laughs> All right, next up, we spent forever on Dead Space and whatever else that turned into. Uh, This comes from Nintendo Life and Damian McFerrin, a huge contributor at Nintendo Life, if not the head person there. The designer of the NES and Super Nintendo has retired from Nintendo after almost 40 years. Okay, let's go here. Uh, Super Nintendo, how do y'all, I think, Cesar, we've had this conversation, Brandt, how do you abbreviate Super Nintendo? What is your slang term? What? SNES. Okay, I'll accept that.
1: Cesar, <laughs> have we had this conversation? I don't know. I, I look. at it do do SNES. I think. Probably. I wonder
3: if he's weren't looking for SNES.
1: I don't it's, ever. I don't think I've ever uh, called it SNES ever. I haven't either. SNES. I
0: hear that and it grates it's, my ears, and I'm just like, "What? What are you doing? I playing? know. Well, I, I usually call wrong.
1: it. I, I do, I call it SNES or I'll refer to it as a super fami. That's it. Those are the only two slang terms I will use for that console generation.
0: I'll say super NES sometimes, but it's like yeah. I'm not thinking about it when I say that. It's just like it's the super NES.
1: SNES, though, is just yeah. like...
3: I don't ever say s- I can't even SNES.
1: think like in a conversation in my life where I ever dropped SNES. No. That would be a shame. I would, I would remember I don't even say
0: NES. I think those who said NES say... That word. (laughs) The S word. And I never said, I say NES or Nintendo, original Nintendo. It's never uh, the Loch Ness Monster (laughs) nickname. I mean, I've been known
1: to call the Switch the little Wii, so. The little Wii? Yeah. The
0: Wii. Oh, they they figured out how to hack the little Wii. Did you watch that video? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was a pretty cool little video. I won't be doing it because you still just get composite output, but it was super cool that it's possible now. It is a Bluetooth stack. Did you see that? They like yeah. raid the Bluetooth stack. That's cool as shit. <laughs> and,
3: then you, <laughs> and then you can enable Ethernet on it. To... <laughs> yeah, then you can turn on the adapter.
0: <laughs> you still got composite though, and that's yeah. Like, womp,
3: womp, womp. Uh,
0: the Super Nintendo actually just turned thirty, and we kind of let it come and go. Do y'all want to touch on that at all?
1: Absolutely not. Nintendo let it come and go, so yeah.
0: Cesar has spoken. Uh, we have our top five Super Nintendo lists. Maybe, Brant, if you you weren't here when we did our top five Super Nintendo games, if you want to do one, we'll talk about it next week. If you want to throw yours into, it's yeah. in our Google Docs. If you want to add yours to the end of that, and we can kind of reminisce. Kind of like we did Game Boy at the start of this one, which I think is a lot of fun. People like spent lists.
1: And, 15 minutes on Zoop. You sure we uh, <laughs> reminisce properly?
0: I think that was 15 minutes well spent. Would you dispute that? You brought up the Zooper.
1: You, uh, you the, asked me a question earlier in chat, and I was like, I knew what was going to happen. I was like, I knew we <laughs> were going to get copies of Zoop, but like, they're going to find some <laughs> kind of unreleased Zoop copy, like Zoop 0.5. Hey, I didn't know it was out on Jaguar. There.
0: I didn't know it was yeah. a Jaguar copy until today.
1: How many Jaguar copies of games are there? Like 40? <laughs> That's right. You're the Zooper. Me and Bran are just the Zoopies. Look, man. I'm waiting I'm the, to get I'm, Zooped. I'm the con. I'm the kind con- of bad games, man. I, I, I played Rise of the Robots and Balls, and I have not played Zoop. After the
0: podcast, I'll hang up. Y'all can zoop each other. Eyes of the praise. robot balls. What are you talking about? Balls. The comma the comma's key there, Sessar. Balls.
1: balls. Just look just what look at balls. Just just look at balls with a Z on uh for Super Nintendo on eBay yeah, and you get your answer.
0: Brandon, yeah. it's not the same thing. It has a Z at the end. It's fun. And,
1: and it's it is uh Renee used to play this game too as well. Um and it's it's really weird. it's it's like a weird 2.5D, 3D fighting game, and it's, I remember it's, it. Yeah. It's it, it's bad. It's really bad. It's, I think I put at least 20 hours in that game because I had no choice. Because that's the only okay. Some of the only games we had, so yeah.
0: Okay, I didn't know I'd come into this episode being a balls defender. But there is a certain element.
2: <laughs> <laughs> balls there, defender. There dude, it
0: did some it did some cool stuff. It's a bad game. It's a bad game, but it did some cool stuff with like angles and. The way it rendered the balls and everything else, it did, it did some cool stuff, did it not? It did some you weird You played sound the effects.
1: shit out of it. They were like doing, I played the shit out of it. I just remember the theme song at the beginning, like, ooh, and it sounded like people moaning in the beginning. It's like this fits the name <laughs> of the title of the game. I just remember that. It was like, it was a moaning theme song with just all the characters is moaning, like, ooh ah, ooh ah, ah, ah.
0: It was that era, it was a time and place. Everybody I mean, wanted fighters. I'll, I'll send a video of like
1: the opening to you guys when we we're done with the podcast because it's legit just people moaning. And it's because like I remember just laughing the whole time every time I started the game. It's like, I can't believe they did it, got away with this.
0: And people <laughs> wanted sound clips. That's how I'm going to finish. All right. Back to the Super Nintendo story <laughs> from 20 minutes ago. Uh, Lance Barr, the, fan, the man who famously designed the NES and Super NES consoles, has retired from Nintendo. Barr has made the announcement via his personal LinkedIn account. Stating that after almost 39 years at Nintendo, I'm retiring and moving on to other projects. He has served de- as design and brand director since 1982. Wow. 39 years somewhere. What else are you gonna do? Uh according Retire. to yeah, Watch you TV,
2: got, No,
0: I wouldn't do anything else. I played I played some of the video games on the shit I designed. Uh, according to Tim Santons, one of Barr's first assignments was creating arcade cabinets for the North American market which would make sense as Nintendo had no home console in 1982 and wouldn't launch one in the U.S. until 1985.
1: Hey, Lance, it's your first day on your job. Uh, let's build some arcade <laughs> cabinets. Holy shit.
0: Uh, start with that
1: Popeye machine.
0: we got this young buck who wants to turn it into, like, this King Kong game. We don't really know what's happening. There's barrels thrown in.
1: Yeah, I know it's your first day, but you got it, man. Well, you, you got 24 hours.
0: Yeah, Brant's wearing a T-shirt already for that game, so... Uh, he's already a fan, so you can just go ahead and go.
1: It's like the damn TPS reports.
0: <laughs> TPS reports. Okay, so I'm not gonna downplay this. This is an iconic design on both ends, right? Like we're not gonna we're not gonna take away from this person's contributions and thirty-nine years of anything is iconic. But I'll go out
1: life, He wins.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb with the hot take of we got gypped on both of these console designs because the Super Nintendo is way inferior to the European and Japanese ones. And the Famicom is a way superior design than the VCR toaster thing that we got. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my hot take. I would I, rather have had a Famicom style design and a Super Famicom color scheme.
3: I, I get the NES design because, yes, it did kind of go with that modern at the time that modern design the like the boxy kind of vcr look the motif that yeah. most of those um big uh electronics yeah like home electronics had at the times and so, famously yeah. in
0: america they wanted it to not look like the atari which plugs straight in they did yeah. not want it to look like that it needed to look like a high-end electronics piece like you're saying brent
3: but Again, why would you, again, the, the the Famicom, it had the two controllers, and sure, it had shorter uh, cables, um, but they, you know, clicked onto the console, one had the microphone on it, which lent to some wacky uh, game design, but well, I yeah, guess for, its time. For, for them it became, I guess, a money market, because, hey, now we can sell the controllers by themselves, and yeah. Um, the Max Advantage controller and the little arcade z- one, Wee Zapper, and and the way they wound up marketing over here really because of the video game crash was more as a toy, which is why they had like Rob on there and the Wee Zapper and all that stuff with with the NES,
0: the Wee Zapper, just the Zapper, yeah. the Zapper cra- the was Zapper. Cra- the Zapper. Cra- predecessor a gonna- to the Wee Zapper?
1: Yeah, what's crazy is you're going to blow people's minds when you announce another Super Nintendo console and parents got to go and buy another Nintendo console <laughs> again and just bitch about outside the yeah. stores.
3: I don't understand yeah, why we got to just, buy a whole other
0: one.
1: I just bought one last year. Yeah, but
0: it comes with the new Super Mario Brothers game, Super Mario Brothers 4, which we also did not get a Super no. Mario Brothers 4. So, uh, Brandt, after you said Zapper, how did you play Duck Hunt on a Famicom? How did that work? I
1: don't you think threw, you did. You, you threw stuff at the screen. And it just knew.
0: Oh, you just physically like launched yeah, this, it? Yeah, this, this is
1: the beginning of the Wiimote, uh, throw a TV screens error. Once you Say said this, that, I was like, wait a minute, those controllers
0: were hardwired. How did that... Yeah. How did you yes. play Duck Hunt on Famicom?
1: Watch it be D-pad, D-pad, and you get a reticle, and just drag it across the screen. And,
3: and you it have works. to yell, you have to yell, probably yell into the uh, microphone, like, shoot!
1: Like, daddy <laughs> daddy
3: Fire! <laughs> Me, your daddy. Kill the dog. That's the only <laughs> one you can kill the dog on.
0: <laughs> Amacon Ojo oh, has some Wow. Yeah, my bad. My speakers were on again.
3: But yeah. Uh, and then you're you're right. Um I mean I, I remember the SNES, but I always hated that design because it was still boxy and you just had those little sliders room, on it.
0: This guy's using the AV Famicom. That's a cheat answer. Oh, uh, that's yeah. So
1: no, what sucked is that we got the we didn't get the color buttons, man. I think and everybody that's, but us got it. That's they my thing is you
3: had like the lighty, the light purple, and then dark purple, and then two of the buttons were the concave, while the other two were the convex. Whereas this beautiful machine behind me, over here, oh well, even right here i can i can do this live right here Uh, so we've got we've got the super nintendo carrying case look at that which is modeled after the original uh american model but if we open this bad boy up we have the this beautiful sleek yeah super nintendo with the little colored uh, icons up in the top. And then, of course, all concave colored glossy buttons. Mm-hmm. Yellow, red, green, blue. This is oh, And I love this design to this day. I, that's when I got... When I decided to go back and, and try and get a, a Super Nintendo, I just went and got a Super Famicom and imported it from Japan because... I liked the design so much better than that.
1: I think I ended up with the, I ended up with the Japanese one and a European one because I like the color so much. So,
3: well, that European is it's 50 hertz. So, I
1: think, yeah, what they got you, jumped on old school stuff. I was gonna say, how, how do you wind up
3: running power through that and playing that? You have to have right. a special monitor and no, all about sorts mini. of stuff. Oh, the minis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, I definitely got. Uh, this is, this is the European, the one, the one I showed you, but I mean the actual Super yeah. Famicom that I have hooked up to the CRT is, is the Japanese model. Yeah. It's you mean that right.
0: I want to play show and tell <laughs> <laughs> this is my Super <laughs> Famicom. And also this video showed me what we were asking. Cause I didn't, I didn't realize this. And this for audio listeners is the family computer. This is the mm-hmm. Famicom. It has an expansion port on the front and this okay. is how the video I'm watching, that's how he has the duck hunt zapper hooked up. Which we do I have to turn it this way? It's so that's how that I, expansion. Yep, that's how that goes in there. Is that serial
1: port? Serial port? port? No, I'm talking about the front. The expansion, yeah, the front. EV expansion, is that a serial port? Maybe it's it a must be
0: three, four. Five, they called it something else, it's
1: but it's like a. All right.
0: it's a 15 pin, but it's like it's not a VGA type, you know.
1: Oh no! It's, yeah, that's a that's a male.
0: It's funky, right? Male
1: versus a female one, yeah.
0: But he's got the Famicom. Where did the disc system plug in at? Because he's got a disc system underneath his console.
1: Isn't a dock in place like the Voltron? Mm. I'll form the head. I mean,
0: there's two think. there's two sliding rails on the bottom, but yeah. I don't really see like where it.
1: Just just hook it up to yours, man.
0: Yeah, sure. Just get a Famicom
3: disc system and throw it in there and see how see how it goes.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, that was fun. That was fun
3: show and tell. That's something I don't have is that original Famicom. Those I love that design. I have two of them, Brent. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so where are yeah, we not,
0: going not with that? Not to story? rain.
3: Not yeah, not to rain on Mister. Um, Lance Barr, as, yeah, <laughs> like, as we poo pooed on his
0: contributions, as we showed on the podcast, his his. <laughs> The ones he downgraded for the U.S. <laughs> audience. Yeah. yeah,
1: but I mean, we can't like it's like you said in the beginning, we can't hamper on them. I mean, they probably gave him like, hey, make this appeasable to American audiences and. Yeah, and the they the, the, something that's something of his time. So yeah. And those <laughs> designs
0: are iconic. And
1: we got the eject button
0: and all that. Well,
1: does this have an eject? Yeah, this has an eject button too. I, I still remember looking in the back of those uh, GamePro magazines and all that about ordering uh, import games and what you had mind. to do. What yeah. you had to do to model. I, still I mean, don't have a Super on. Eight. I had a Super Eight at one point, but I don't have a Super Eight anymore. That's just that's this Super Famicom is just that's, damn.
0: <laughs> I love our Super Nintendo, but it's not this. This is almost like PlayStation quality. Yeah. Design that original PlayStation is just like God. This yes. is beautiful.
3: Well, hey, the PlayStation was supposed to be coupled with that exact system,
0: so. That's true. Using this uh, expansion slot on the bottom of this,
3: that port never came to be. Nope.
0: All righty. Next up, who wants to take this one? Kids in China now restricted to three hours of online gaming per week, which would ruin my Saturday nights.
1: (laughs) uh this is from the verge from thomas ricker uh chinese gaming platforms like tencent and NetEase must limit online games to minors to just three hours per week following new rules imposed by regulators on monday cited from state media reports it's a growing response over concerns of gaming addiction and a broader crackdown on chinese china's tech giants children under the age 18 will be restricted to one hour gaming from eight to nine on friday saturday and sunday and on public holidays that's a change from the previous limit of 1.5 hours of online gameplay on most days. Gaming companies must restrict online gameplay outside these hours, according to Reuters, and must have a real-name verification system in place to ensure the new rules are enforced. Uh, regulators say they will work with parents and schools to help combat gaming addiction amongst Chinese youth. They call it uh, spiritual opium. That's what they describe uh, online games. My
3: kid Wait, what? would be screwed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spiritual opium,
1: <laughs> is that our is that our
0: podcast title? Spiritual opium. Damn, that's good.
3: That's what we're going to change our name to: Spiritual Opium P- Podcast.
0: Cast, yeah, why not?
3: Who would turn that down? Hey, Ray, that's the uh, second. Ray, that's the sec- opium. Uh, Earlier, I said heroin. Now we're talking opium. I mean, drug product of yeah. We're...
1: Yeah, and what's what's crazy is like they're China's <laughs> tighten up their their gaming their gaming act and uh, you know korea just abolished theirs so south mm-hmm. korea did abolished uh, actually, yeah last month august they just did away with it because they were you couldn't play online from midnight to 6 a.m online games under the age of 16.
0: that probably needs to that needs to be a common sense rule under age of 16 right no brand Brent? <laughs> that, that, would,
1: that would probably require uh parenting probably so yeah right. Overkill. parents be parents you
0: know everything in moderation yep. all right is that it with that story sure uh we have your new games with gold i would say the
3: games with gold and the playstation plus games are about equal would you guys yeah they're they're pretty even this uh this month
1: they're, they're the games that are published and none of them and contain super tennis so it's an okay with me
3: we're gonna lo- learn
0: to love super tennis
1: Absolutely so not. We do this every year, and we never love Super Tennis. I, I give wanna, it up on Super
0: Tennis. I want to love it so much. I want to love it so much. It's one of those games I keep throwing myself at. Like this is gonna be great. I can't wait. It's just off.
1: I don't know how to fucking hit the ball over the net, man. It doesn't. It don't make sense to me. I don't get it. My brain doesn't understand. It's like I played. The problem is I played so many tennis games, and then I go to that one, and like, there's a way to play that game, and I just don't have it. It's like me literally stopping everything <laughs> I'm doing with my life. And, like, I'm going to get good at this game. I'm going to spend nights and nights and nights and nights just training on Super Tennis. And, like, that's literally me just doing that. And you would look at my my SNES, uh, my well, my SNES, my, um, my yes. Nintendo online stats would be, like, 100 <laughs> hours. And you would know, like, oh, he's put 100 hours on Super Tennis. He's trying to get really good at it, and I would still suck at it. I would still hit the net. The little guy would run and get my ball and, like, Shoot me the bird as he runs across, and I'm like, "Because like you
2: <laughs>
0: suck,"
1: and I'm like, "No, fuck you." And you know, I already know what's going to well, happen.
0: This took a turn,
2: super <laughs> tennis,
0: super fuck you, tennis. <laughs> so I have joked many times on this podcast about doing a 24 hour stream of 24 tennis games, and Super Tennis would not be one of the 24 out
1: of all those tennis games. What was the game we played in Genesis? Andre Agassi. That was Andre a good Agassi tennis. Game. tennis. That, that was, was surprisingly goodness. a good game. Yeah. Good.
0: Every tennis game is surprisingly (laughs) a better game than Super Tennis. (laughs) I don't know what it is, man. Even NES tennis with all that's like moving the camera along with the ball. Like you can't even see where your person's going. All right. All-time favorite tennis game. Go ahead. Mine's virtual tennis. The first one is incredible. I'll play that any day of the week. You got one, Brent? Mm. You ever been a fan of tennis games? You could say Pong.
3: I was gonna say t- tennis on the Wii was
0: was just revolutionary. <laughs> tennis on the Wii was very very good. It was good. revolutionary. Yes, it was revolutionary. That's huge. All right,
1: Cesar, what's yours? Mine's I'm just gonna be boring, and I, I'm like I I will have to go with virtual tennis as well. I can't think of anything else. but I mean, top spin, top spin's good. Maybe th- the one on the PS3 was probably a close one that surprised me a lot. That's really really good that they haven't been able to replicate. It's kind of like their like that game. Had, franchise has gone to die off hand in hand with virtual tennis around the same time I mean we haven't got anything good in any of those franchises
0: we were spoiled man we had virtual tennis and top spin just going at it through a whole generation and then just nothing after that
1: yeah because I, I, I can't think of anything else that yeah I can't yeah
0: top spin for the um I'm sorry virtual tennis for the PSP that launch titles like world tour or something like that or right after launch that is a very very good. Vito,
1: the Vita one wasn't that bad either. With that word, the only thing that was weird yeah. was the uh, overlay where you kind of moved around like a board, like a yeah. board game. That was yeah. weird, but it still played like a great tennis game. So. Almost
0: like a Street Fighter type campaign, like moving across the across the world and the different events you had.
1: Brazil. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs> we're done with our tennis <laughs> bit here. Here's your Xbox games with gold from September 1st through September 30th. So the whole month you get. Warhammer Chaos Bane. Uh, in, a world, in a world ravaged by war, dominated <laughs> by magic, you are the last hope for the Empire of Man. Choose your hero among four different character classes and prepare for legendary battles with up to four friends ag- against the all-powerful Chaos Hordes in this action role-playing game. That is the Xbox One version. I think there was a next-gen version of that. Is that the one we're getting, or is it just the...
1: Um, I think they have not done any... Any Series X versions yet on this no. game? No, that one's upcoming, right? Chaos. because well, Their keys with gold is weird because remember their their backwards compatibility is like automatic, so we, it, it could be. Yeah, so. it could
0: end up being like smart delivery at some point. Yeah. So smart maybe delivery grab, is different. Yeah, you maybe grab this license just in case they end up they end up sending the old the uh the new one attached to the old one. Uh, also, September 1st through September 15th, to get Zoned to the Ender's HD collection. And if I remember right, Cesar, this is the one that is not fixed. No, this one's fine. So the, that was Silent Hill. I'm getting yes. the two Konami collections yeah. mixed up.
1: Uh, from Silent Hogan, Hill with the, the redone voice actors that everybody hates. So. That's right. Uh,
0: from Hideo Kojima, the creator of the Metal Gear series, comes a space epic like no other. Pilot the orbital frame, Chihuti and help the Space Force defeat the bar forces once and for all. This one title, game was
1: one game was included with the demo, and another one was an actual sequel to that first game that was included <laughs> with the demo. So.
0: <laughs> it was not the crackdown of the PS2 era. <laughs> oh, it was actually a legit title. Uh, the title con- This title contains both Zone of the Enders and Zone of the Enders 2, the second runner, which was expensive as shit for a long time that I was in games retail. That was a hard-to-find game. And Then I guess it kind of came down. It must have got a reprint, but it seems like it came down after this HD collection. I, I fucked around. It's probably been six or seven years and I popped in Zone of the enders. It's like I always hear about this. What is this? And that every time I every minute I spent with that game was incredible. I was like, holy shit. this is
1: good. yeah I beat it I beat it when it came out because i I bought it to get the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo, but i I beat the shit out of Zone of the enders. I beat it the fur. I mean when it right when it came out, it was great great. If you're a big yeah. fan of like Gundam and Micross, Maycro- uh, it's, it's, you'll definitely like that type of game. That's pretty much what it is. A lot of that's like a fucking storyline from Micross. Um, so and it and it really
0: it still holds up like the frame rate and everything. And you're looking at it, it's like okay, this is a this still holds up. This is a good ass game. Renee says bring back Silent Hill. Moving on from September 6th. Duly noted.
1: I'll, I'll tell all the people that I know to bring back Silent Hill, and they're gonna ask me like, what is Silent Hill? And then they'll just Renee- keep
0: going. Renee, get more people listening to this podcast, yeah. and maybe we can make this happen.
1: I'm gonna go into work tell my boss tomorrow. Like, hey, Renee said to bring back Silent Hill. i gonna be like, what Silent Hill? I'll, I don't know. <laughs> Just tell me, to tell people to bring it back. <laughs> from
0: speaking of bringing it back, from September 16th through September 30th, you get silent or you get silent. You get Samurai Showdown 2. Uh, step onto the grand stage to test your skills to intense sword fights using the Rage system and weapon breaking attack features. Play 15 of your favorite characters in this renowned weapon-wielding fighting game against competition that is sharp as ever. Sharp as ever.
2: Oh. That
0: is via. That is via backwards compatibility. See what you did there. And then from September 16th through October 15th, you can get Mulaka. Uh, in, this oh, bless you, sir. <laughs> in this action adventure. In this action adventure title based on the rich indigenous culture of the Tarahumara people. Fight back against a strange foulness that is corrupting their land. As the local shaman, Sukuroami, draw upon the power of the demigods, solve puzzles, and fight hand-to-hand in environments inspired by real Sierra locations.
1: That whole description you gave me, I kind of want to play Shadow Man now.
0: Or, what did that remind me of? Shadow Man's close, yeah as the local shaman yeah shadow man is the correct reference here there's nothing better than that those are four solid titles i know this warhammer chaos bane is i think when i looked at it, it was like a kind of a diablo-esque thing right like a top-down action adventure four classes that sort of thing uh so actually not lames with gold this month right these are some pretty good titles zone of the Enders alone i think makes it but Samurai Showdown and uh, Warhammer, and even Mulaka sounds pretty good. I, I think I remember hearing some talk about it when it came it's out. It's
1: too tight, sir. I'm sneezing again. Once, once again.
0: Uh, and last but not least, your PlayStation Plus games for September. I will let Brant handle this. I know one of these is one of his favorite titles in his household.
3: Um, so the Predator Hunting Grounds. All, <laughs> all three games will be available Tuesday, September seventh, through Monday, October fourth. Oh, uh, we ha- oh my gosh sorry i keep having uh facebook messenger pop up on my screen um,
0: people inviting you to play predator <laughs> hunting
3: <grounds>. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> your favorite game they, they heard that shit and they're like oh god get on there get on there
0: it's uh, just your... your facebook group that you're a part of called we love predator <laughs> you know,
1: they're all pulling a richard where richard just kept flooding terrence with the invites from games that we know he didn't have to play <laughs> i haven't spoken to him since i think you come oh
3: uh, your uh, PlayStation 5 game this month Is Overcooked, <laughs> All You Can Eat uh, Predator Hunting Grounds As uh, oh Richard That's and, and Cesar out. keep going, going on about And uh, Hitman 2 Hitman
0: 2 is a big one too That's a huge get <laughs> Those new Hitmans are supposed to be really good I've watched people play them and enjoyed every minute of it I've never played one though. Oh god uh Brant I know I pointed out specifically not predator hunting grounds but I know overcooked uh your household's a big fan of
3: Oh yeah. It's 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 one of those. It's um uh, probably like cat mario around your house. It's a nice. great time until it devolves until just yelling at people. We played some cat mario this week I'm about to talk oh, about boy. that Oh little... <laughs> boy. <laughs> I feel uh, just when we get into that game, sometimes it winds up going really great. And then I wind up turning into Gordon Ramsay yelling for the lamb sauce.
0: You're all about the kitchen.
3: So it's like on fire and there's rats running away with the food. And (laughs) I got people not paying attention to what they're what they're cooking and what they're serving.
0: It's so you you tried to loan me this one time, but I think I had just gotten a copy on something else. And I was like, oh, that's what that is. But this is I still haven't played it. This is like uh it's cooperative, but it's counteroperative as well, right? And that that hybrid of like a
3: mix between the two. Uh yeah, you're you're all supposed to cooperate, but it can it can devolve if uh one wheel falls off the wagon,
0: you know. Then you don't you're not successful.
3: Yeah. Hitman two
0: has Sean Bean in it? <laughs> he's in the he's in the picture on the blog post. He's holding a rubber duck. I'm trying to figure yeah. out what's happening. Is that just a Sony thing? The rubber duck. No, the it. Rubber
3: it duck the I never played Hitman. The rubber duck is a Hitman
1: thing. I never got past the 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 like the setup stage from the first game where they like throw you on that weird uh half ship that's inside a warehouse and they're like this is how you played the game. I never got past that part in the first game. So I, and there's three of them out already. So I don't know. I don't know the the Sean B lore in the Hitman saga.
0: We know he's gonna die, so that's spoilers, maybe,
1: for everything he stars in. So,
0: okay, this says franchise first co op play. Who's playing this with me? We got to play some Hitman too. Oh boy,
1: sure. Sounds like it's not
0: Brent. (laughs) Sounds like it is Brent. (laughs) All right, that's all the news. Did we miss anything? That I skip a story. Mm
3: No, we got everything. We went off on some tangents, but we did it. We
0: made it. We did, because we are already an hour half into the show. Uh, I will be brief in my games played. Um, There is both a gift and a a curse that has settled upon my household. My kids are like... It's not Zoop, this one. This, This one instance is not Zoop taking over the household. My kids have really fallen for games, and it becomes, because their attention spans are still sort of short, it becomes, Daddy, we want to play this. Daddy, we want to play this. Daddy, we want to play that. And I have to switch back and forth between whatever it is that they're after. So the aforementioned Cat Mario, uh, that's what they wanted to play. That was the oldest uh, one of her birthday presents this past February. I can't believe the game came out that long ago. And so I've got the Switch down here. We popped it in, that kind of thing. They surprisingly, and I've seen them do this with other games, uh, both of them, they do not care about any sort of progress. I'm always like, make sure, because we have like six accounts on the Switch, right? I'm like, make sure you pick the right account that has your game save. And they didn't pick the right one, because God knows who fired up that first game save. So they just started a new game, and they do not care. There is no decreased value in them firing up Cat Mario and starting a brand new profile and starting that first level. It's... It's like it's brand new, or it's like, you know, hey, we know where to go, we know where to get the cat bell, and all this kind of stuff, and they, they love that. So I was like, sure, go to town, y'all have a good time, and they, they played with pro controllers. Uh, I do love my kids. I don't give them the, the puppy dog <laughs> Joy-Con <laughs> thing. So they went to town with, um, uh, Cat Mario for quite some time, and then. So I'm doing something else, right? I'm usually not gaming when they're gaming. I'm milling about, or I'm cleaning, or I'm straightening my area, or something like that. So one of them will wander over, and I'm like, "Y'all were playing co-op. What's happening here?" And then within 10 minutes or so, the other one will come wandering over. So and so won't play with me. So and so's done. I'm like, "Okay, what do y'all want to play next?" So they've seen me. They've seen me play, and the oldest came up with Ratchet and Clank, and I was like, "Yes, that's close because that's a duo." but it's not the one you're trying to think of because I also have the plushies for the series, but they've seen me play toe jam and Earl and they want to play. She calls it how she remembers ratchet and clank. I don't know, (laughs) but toe jam and Earl. And we, 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 we got it in there. Like if you're going to ask for this game, this is what you want to play. So I'm like, sure. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. You know, it's only three buttons. I hooked up the Genesis to a CRT with uh, both of them have three button controllers. Like here's how you move. Here's how you use an item. Here's the map. If you want me to read the items, you can. But the first one is always going to be the high tops. So they're going to... They're not rocket high tops. What are they called? High top.
3: They're just, they're just high tops. Yeah, you just, just run. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so like I kind of... This was an experiment of mine, I guess. I just kind of left them. Like, they have seen me play both the original. Uh, recently, I talked about playing the Sega Genesis Classics one online and then they have played the re, the new one um the human nature studio one what was that one called back in the groove
2: mm-hmm.
0: so they they understand the premise so i come back downstairs you know 20 minutes later they're on level 4 they have found the elevators oh. in each one and found i'm like okay did you you know when it told you there was a ship piece did you get it yeah dad we got two ship pieces I'm like, okay. There's, you know, they didn't get to the part where it's hard and you get like the boogie boogie boogie, yeah, a little yeah, the boogeyman's the after you and the bees are pushing bees.
3: you off and stuff like that. Shopping but, cart lady, the oh,
0: <laughs> uh, the lawnmower dude that'll just oh, keep running over you. They will fuck you up. But this is their, this is currently their game. This has eclipsed so <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl from 1991 on the Sega Genesis. I know I'm doing a good job. This is one of my proud dad moments. This has become their and I know all of us on the show are a fan of the series. Uh this has become their go-to game. Dad, we want to play Toe Jam and Earl. And uh it's actually a flash cart, but the flash cart that I have it loads the ROM that you last played. So they just have to hit start game and it's going to load up Toe Jam and Earl. And uh the littlest one, you guys both know my kids, the littlest one is Toe Jam and the biggest one is Earl and they are <laughs> They are very set, and I have the two plushies, and they get them out, they put them in their lap, and then they play as that respective character. And it's it's something else, man. I'm, I'm pretty – I'm both excited, and it's something else I have to maintain, right? Like it's something else I have to, like, help them set up and make sure they don't kill each other while they're playing. <laughs> and, and But they're doing a good job with it, and they love Toe Jam and Roll, and I, I couldn't be more excited about that. Uh, the other game they got into the, – the oldest one, honestly, is bigger into this – But they have come to call this the 2D game. Uh, Any guesses? I'll give you both a guess as to what the 2D game could be. Oh, the 2D game? The 2D game. Dad, we want to play the 2D game. What are they asking for? Not 2D, like two-dimensional, but 2D, as in someone farts. Ooh. What game has a famous farting character in only one part of the game?
3: Only one part of the game. Hmm.
0: The I'm stumped. Game, the 2T game is Tomb Raider 2 for the PlayStation 1. <laughs> what? <laughs> they do not play the game. They don't play the the adventure, the story mode, whatever you want to call it, of the continuing adventures of uh, Madame Lara Croft. They play the side story bits that is the mansion, like the training thing and all that. So the 2 d game is the uh, butler that follows you around oh, everywhere you go with... The lemonade, as my uh, child says, and farts. He farts every once in a while as he creeps up on you. (laughs) They've come to call that the 2D game. And they run around the obstacle course. They go in the house. uh, They go up the stairs, which are like ridiculously incorrectly rendered. If you look back at that with today's lens, Laura is a doll running up the stairs because the stairs are just massive. And they stand next to the sink in the kitchen and the, the faucet from the sink could be like a shower head for Laura. Cause nothing was to scale in those no. early 3d games. You know, it was just, you were just running around and they're like, Oh God, these are stairs. Oh, they go up. Oh, look, there's a sink. There's a faucet. It wasn't, she can't wash her hands in this. She could take a bath in this sink. It was, it was the fact that it was 3d rendered in there. Uh, but that is the 2d game. So they love toe jam and Earl, they love the two D game. They love Cap Mario. They didn't beat that first world. They usually go through that first world on Cap Mario. I had to help them get two of the stars for that first Bowser Castle, but they did. They did at least attempt the Bowser Castle, but I saw them cut it off after that. Um, I also did a little bit of that Dragon Quest 11 that I spoke of. I got to the next town from the demo part I was on, so that's Helador, I believe. And I just put the system to sleep after that. I couldn't find a place to save. And I was being yelled at to do another task. So I got away from that. Uh, Played my usual bits of Halo. Uh, Nothing to add there. Nothing's different. Um, Dead Space, I'm still on the, was it Mission 3 that I left off on last time? I'm at the end of Mission 3. But as I alluded to earlier in the podcast, I'm in an area so I've been in areas where there's dead space. So there's like no gravity. You're just shifting around between uh, vicinities. Let me rephrase that. That's not the dead space parts. That's the zero gravity parts. And then I've been in dead space parts where you have to run through where you don't have oxygen. So you're trying to get from point A to point B before you run out of oxygen, or you have to, earn, you have to burn an oxygen tank. Uh, this area I'm in now is the first one where it's been, zero gravity and dead space so you're losing oxygen and you're also like okay there's no up is down down is up that kind of thing and this is the first part in the game where i got totally disoriented because they put you out in the spot and then you're trying to look around for where the level continues but you have to the way the the way the zero gravity part works is that you can kind of pivot yourself from a flat area to another flat area and i can get to the first one and i've got the official guide for this game i'm just going to have to look it up to get past this point but then i don't know where to go it's like every time i think i'm advancing i'm going back to the place i started from so it's not it's not bad game design but i also am so disoriented in this in this segment and you have a countdown timer so when you're in dead space he's burning isaac is burning his oxygen tanks and it gives you the bits that it's, it's had up until this point, I've had plenty of time to do what I needed to do. It's never really been a factor, but I'm running out of time in this. I haven't died, but as I'm looking around, like, where the hell do I go? I'm having to get back where I was before to go in like the the airlock chamber and then the next room after that to replenish my oxygen thing. And I did that about three or four times where I'm looking around, like I have no clue what to do here. And I've, like I said, I got to look at the guide and just see you know, point here to here, point here to here, point here to here, and then be done with it just so I can get past this point. Cause it's, it's not intuitive. And I spoke last week about you click the right stick in and it kind of tells you where to go because it's the zero gravity thing. It's like the, the thing is just pointing straight up behind me and stuff places I can't really see the camera controls. Aren't fast enough to like look around as quick as, as quick as I want to. And as quick as I would say, current gen games will let you do. So it's a, this may be an artifact of its time. And I saw in that, as I'm looking back, as I saw that dead space demo that they did earlier this week for the reimagining, it seems like that bit's going to be streamlined. Like it's not going to be as, because the only time I've, I've played this game been like, this isn't fun. This is the first point I hit where it's like, I'm not enjoying this. Something about it's just not intuitive. And it doesn't feel like it's built into the game the way the rest of the game has been this far. And I know they've shown me both of these these type scenarios separately, but combined with whatever disorienting like up and down thing I'm dealing with right now, it's not going well. And there's not even monsters, like nothing's attacking me in this zone. So if there's more of these coming up, I may struggle with this these bits. This may be the the detriment to this first title. But I kind of stopped at that point and I was like, I, I just don't have time to to do this over and over and over and over because I was literally trying to find my way and then as i got down to like 20 or 30 percent on my oxygen i was like fuck i can't i can't keep looking because i don't know where this is going i have to go back to where i came from and and try to get through the airlock because just because you get back to the airlock doesn't mean you're going to get oxygen back you still got another like 10 or 15 percent on your oxygen tank before it expires and and isaac dies so uh, not too much further on Dead Space. Uh, myself in front of the show, Jeremy, tried Gang Beasts. I don't know if either one of you have played Gang Beasts. Uh, maybe, maybe I need a tutorial on the movement, but we immediately jumped into online. It was just like, let's download this and try it. And I had no clue what was happening. And I either got massacred immediately or someone picked me up and just threw me over the side. Or <laughs> I mean, it seemed random and funny, but the way the controls worked, it it was just... What am I doing here? Like, these people are just picking me up and throwing me around at will. And I'm just at their mercy. I'm just, They're picking up my body and just throwing me off of train tracks or skyscrapers or wherever that level was. Uh, it seemed cool, but I don't know if I'll go back to it. I might watch somebody who knows how to play kind of explain it. Um, that was a Game Pass game, so it was just in there to demo. Game Pass is like this era's demo discs. Try this out. See what you think. Uh, did I play anything else? I have talked him into starting Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Uh, he's never played a Gears of War game, so I think we're going to f- uh, fire some of those up, co-op, and give those a go. See what he thinks, at least. Uh, Cesar and I famously beat that in one sitting and loved every single second of it. True story. Uh, that was a hell of an experience playing through Gears <laughs> of War Ultimate Edition in one night.
1: Unlike was a the time
3: where Cesar didn't beat Halo.
1: Oh, uh, was years before
0: that. Cesars so Bur- Bur- beat Halo. He watched the end credits and the end yeah. cut scene. He's what was the Bur-
1: the Brumac fight? What
0: was it called? Yeah, you had a Brumac and then like the it was the train ride, like it was a train depot or something that was the cut PC content. It didn't yeah,
1: that's where the slowed down at though. No, right. Right, you could take it away and
0: not miss anything, but more Gears of War is not a bad thing. Like, even filler levels. That's what it felt like, right? Like filler levels? Because mm-hmm. we died. We did we die a bunch on that Brumac fight for no reason?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very
0: was some, uh, peculiar. There was some cheapness to it, I would say. Because they put you in that pipe yard, I want to say, and it just didn't have, like, the right cover, or there was just something off on it. But we're gonna try that out. Gears of War Ultimate Edition on Game Pass, I guess. I know we we all three have physical copies. Brent, did you get that one yet with your Xbox? Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: I'm, I've, I've got.
0: Uh, let's see. That's awesome co-op, as we've as we've already stated.
3: Yeah, I've got one through three over here uh, on the shelf, and I know we've gotten three and or we've gotten four and Gears five um, through. Xbox, yep. Over the years, so. games
0: were gold. Yeah, highly recommend those. But uh, those are all my games played.
3: Oh, four is up there too. Yeah, it's just yeah.
0: Four, four is uh, the one we. That's the one Cesar and I paid a hundred dollars for to play early, <laughs> like oh four days early.
1: That was the one, wasn't it? The one it I kept good, saying. Uh, I was like, I can see the HDR. Yeah, like you call you call me bullshit.
0: Yeah, I was playing on my 1080p set still, and then Gears by Gears Five, I had a HDR set, and I was like, Oh god, 4K HDR, holy shit! <laughs> and that was Game Pass. We didn't even pay, so we went from paying a hundred dollars to pay play early for Gears Four to getting uh, Gears Five for free and $10. playing the, the day after launch because we tried at midnight and it didn't work.
1: We crashed a lot that first day.
0: God, that was an awful experience, but hey,
1: get what you pay for. Yeah.
0: But we could have paid for it and had that bad experience, too. Yep, those are my games played.
1: Yeah, mine's uh, pretty easy. Uh, I finished up uh, No More Heroes. Um, Dos? Uno? Well, the first one, I started, uh, I started last week, the first one, I finished uh, the second half of the game. So, uh, going through... I've, I've never played them back-to-back, because I think when I played them when they came out, and there was a two-year gap between the first and the second game. So, going th- through them back-to-back, um, you can see the differences pretty well. On I didn't probably notice it as much as when I played it back in the past, but now I can and do see that. Because um, in the first game, you have a, it's open world. It's a dead open world. I mean, it's usually just the same amount of people crossing the street that you endily, usually yeah. just run into with your bike and throws you off the bike, and I mean, you have to go around and look for Lovkov's dodgeballs around the town, and he teaches you wrestling moves, and um, but I mean, there's a lot of, that was like the, some of the things you could do in the open world, and I mean, a lot of the missions were spread out, so my only gripe with that game was that as, as you get missions, and you and you start them up, and you complete them, there's no way to restart the mission unless you go all the way back to an employment office, and then request it again, and then go all the way back to start the mission again, you can only redo a mission if you fail completely, so if you fuck up and you only kill one person instead of all of them, it's, you sort of complete the mission, then you gotta go back and reactivate it and go back there again and start it over again. So it's a lot of... Uh,
0: That's a sign of its times, though, right?
1: I don't know, man. It, it was uh, like the whole idea like open worlds were big, GTA-style, and it was like right around the Wii. They are like, yeah. oh, let's throw an open world and go with that. And But then there wasn't much in there to do. Uh, but, I mean, most of the, the aesthetic from that game is the style in that game and just the as you go through the assassins uh, you're an assassin yourself and you go through the ranks and you, you learn some of the backstory, of some of these assassins, just not a, a bunch, but just a little bit get you interest up there. Like why they're doing it. And most of the times just Travis touchdown, just talking shit to him. I mean, he doesn't, he <laughs> kind of just dismisses everything they say. Um, cause I mean, you get like a big story dump at the end about why he was doing it, his motivations between, uh, behind it all. I and mean, this game was really made to be like, all right, I'm, like, Suda51 made this game like, alright, I may never make a sequel to this ever, so I'm like, I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want and throw it on here and make it crazy as hell. It goes like, you get the true ending, it goes like, out left field, like you have this final battle, and it just leaves it vague, and, like, when you start up the second one, it doesn't even address how the final battle would happen in the second game until, like, later on. But, I mean, when you start up the second game, it's, complete, it's a lot... Um, they cleaned up a lot more, mean, Graphically, it looks better. Um, they added a... Punching really? button instead of uh I think there was just what punch in the, punching grab or something like that in the first mm-hmm. one, uh, and um they got rid of the open world so you, you just get an overhead map and you choose the locations you need to go to it moves a lot more quickly I think I beat I was it. I'm about like to say hours. that sounds that sounds yeah. like a better
0: way to clip through the levels progression.
1: I think they took what they had on there and they knew like the action is what they had for that game and they just went with it so they just took out the the open world because they they I guess at the time there wasn't much they could do to expand upon it. Because I haven't played the third one yet, uh, and I know the third one has an open world for it, and I, I'm i not, I don't know, we'll see what happens. A lot of people are not happy with open world, because it's very sluggish. Um, I've seen online that you
0: save at a toilet. Do you do that in the first two?
1: That's in that's the whole game, seriously. Yeah,
0: okay. I wonder yeah. if that was a staple. I wonder if that was the Chocobos of No More Heroes
1: series. So like in this first game, you know, you're, I mean, the second game, you're like, you're one of your friends gets murdered and your goes on this whole revenge arc like every other thing that happened in the early 2010s and all that kind of stuff on there and he's going back into the assassin's area and going up the, the chart to kill the person who killed his friend and instead of starting out like uh, i think you start out number 10 in the first one this one you start out like number 50 and then you get it then adds into the story where like you get up to like was it was it 50 i can't remember what i think you get up to 25 after you you kill one guy who had like 50 people on his team or something like that. Okay. Uh, it's tiered
0: like a, then. I was like, oh shit, that's a long ass.
1: Yeah, it does there's some. A lot going on. It does some wild things, and they're like, it does some variations to the battles. So like you have like a one of them you have a mech battle, one of them you have a battle on a motorcycle where you're you're doing head to head combat like jousting, and it's like uh it, it kind of varies up the battles when you do your the boss battles. Um and the difference was is it doesn't you don't have when you, whenever you, whenever you get to a boss, there's kind of like a section where you do the the hack and slash type thing, the them up barriers. We had to get to the boss and initiate the boss battle. And that was kind of like overdrawn on the first game where like every area you go into is like the same endless enemies over and over again. And after a while, I got waves. and the second one, I noticed like they, at the very beginning, they kind of eased it in there. And as the game got more difficult towards the end and you get to the final five to, or final five bosses towards the end, you get more of that. More of those enemies you have to fight at the beginning. It's more difficult. It adds more and death, but it never felt cheap or felt too long. It felt fine. Uh, the only one that I, I still get pissed off with and I still have issues with is the final f- fucking boss battle in the second one. That I still, I, I brought back all the hate from the first time I played it. I was like, fuck, I remember <laughs> this guy. Because there are certain points in there, he just gets cheap. And like I get knocked and blown out of a window, and there's nothing I can do because I didn't move out in time. And I'm like, and it, you immediately have to start the whole battle process over again. Uh-huh. And it follows that whole Mario 64 uh, stagnant where you got to fight the boss three times. So if you get to the second or third time, then you gotta fucking do it over again. It's like it's it's a pain in the ass, man. Uh, but eventually, I got through it. And I mean, the ending in that game was it had a true ending in that one, and it's kind of like it, uh, it it left it ambig- ambiguous, ambiguous. If you um, didn't get the true ending, I mean, yeah, there he ends up getting the girl at the end of it. Uh, it's funny cause he still has that joke about her doing the yoga poses. And he, when he finally sleeps with her, he's like screaming downward dog. It's like the whole joke they had from the first game carried over to the second one. Cause I remember it's like, Oh God, he did make a big deal about that one. That, that's all he did is went out the hotel room is like downward dog. And it's like nudity. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's probably good. You played shit. them back to back.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would have noticed it unless otherwise. So, right. uh, I went ahead and I fired up, um, Travis strikes back. I did it on PS4. Uh, cause I went to a collection one. Weight. Mm-hmm.
0: the minigame collection one
1: yes yeah i fired it up on ps4 um i've like halfway through it uh this one starts off and like with what they introduced before like one of the bosses from the first game bad girl um i think she was like the third one or something like that her her father's trying to get revenge against travis touchdown in this game for killing her off and so uh, somebody goes up to him and tells him where Travis Touchdown is, and he's randomly located somewhere in Texas, randomly. He's he's off the grid. Um, and he gives him this death ball, uh, which goes to a death mark or death, death drive system, which is kind of like a weird Genesis ripoff. That's what it looks like. <laughs> So, he tells them, like, go find them and get your wish. So, apparently, they do some backstory. So, apparently, this console was one of those weird ones where, like, they had the first... This is a Mark II. The Mark I was released as an arcade cabinet, and it was canceled in the first week. And then this Mark II was never released, so there's, like, a very limited supply out in the chain. It's one of those urban legends of, like, game console-type uh, situations. So, this is console, and there's only six death balls that are... Which is what runs the games off in there, uh, that are available for him. And he's got to find them all. And so the rumor is if you get all six death balls and you complete all six games and any wish you won is granted. So I'm assuming this is how a character who has died comes back. Um, I'm assuming this is how they brought that person back. Uh, As you go through, there's little um, nods to other Suda51 games on there. There's a Shadow of the Damned uh, cameo. There's a cameo from uh, Silver Case, Uh, like other Suda51 games. They all kind of their characters littered throughout that whole story um and they jump around like this a lot of it plays like uh indie games like i said before like the first one was styled as a uh over the top uh isometric type game and then the second one has been like a puzzle puzzle puzzle-esque one where you're like trying to hunt down this uh serial killer as you go through it's the second death ball um as you go through it like travis is narrating like he basically got out of the assassin's gig again and he basically left uh, his wife and child behind and just blew them off just so he can get away from everything. And so like he, he made a comment like, hey, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, so as you go through, then you start interacting with the other characters. I set everything up for the third game, like Shinobu shows up and um, it, it does a lot with it. and uh, you find out more about his backstory. So I think I'm right now, I'm like halfway through it. I'm on the third death ball right now where I just got three more left. So basically when you beat the levels, you have to go through and they give you like this little text adventure game where it gives you more background about what Travis has been doing. And it's funny. It's Cause like there was a pin, there's a part on there where like you had to go get a death ball randomly somewhere in the middle of America. And then he stops by the, the beef head on the way back home and he sees a Bishop there. And I was like, Bishop's dead. And then he brings his whole little breaks up uh, the fourth wall and it's like, oh, Bishop's younger brother bought the beef head and now turn into a like a game stop and just rinse out games. And so that's uh, like it, it does a lot of crazy stuff with the story, man. There's a lot of stuff it sets up for uh, for uh, No More Heroes Three in there. There's a lot going on story wise, it's crazy. Uh but yeah, that's, that's about how was, uh, about halfway through, that's about as far as I got in there. So that's pretty much everything I've played this week. Outside maybe like an hour or two, of Ghost of Tsushima uh director's cut up. I've, I've been playing a little bit of that as well, but uh, I just finally got to that island in the very beginning, so. Um, That's it, the expansion part, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is yeah, that I'm only s-
0: available on PS5, or is that in the PS4 version as well?
1: I think you can pay like the twenty dollars to get the PS4 stuff. So it's twenty dollars to get the, the expansion, good. ten dollars to get the upgrade. I think it's thirty dollars for the whole package, and That's fifty dollars, fifty nine ninety nine or sixty nine ninety nine, however much it is for the, whatever the disc is or whatever that shit is. So, but yeah, I, I mean that one took me a minute because like I literally had to figure out how to use the controls again and go to rock, paper, scissors. It's like, I was getting my ass kicked. It's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I got to go to different types on there. And it's was like, it took me a minute to kind of remember everything and go back in there because a the little bit I played of it, it. Like it pops up on the middle of the map, uh, towards the bottom. Like, Hey, um, you know, the place where his father died was on that Island. And then there, there were like the Mong, you know, the Mongols were over there. And like a lot of the people that they, they exiled off the, of a uh, Soshima is on there. And so it's like they all hate his family. So he has to like cover up his yeah. mark, his family's mark and everything. He has to go back into it. That's the place where his father died, like I said earlier. And so as you go through there, the only thing I've seen differently so far, enemy wise and variation, is like the Mongols have like these this people that chant. And they'll chant songs and they'll like a, they'll enhance the the attributes for certain enemy characters. So you have to kill those chanters first. Because if you don't, like they're basically invisible. So it's like and it gets tough because you get like 80 people coming at you at once and you got to go hunt down that fucking Chandler and He's like running away. And I'm, like, I'm like, come yeah. on man, come back to me. But I mean, I think a lot of that's just a jank from me having playing it for so long and just trying to remember the flow of the game. Uh, another, another podcast I was listening to,
0: they were referencing that like it's been so long since I beat this game. It's hard to go back to these mechanics that expect you to have that like in game base level and then expand upon it. Yeah. And the other example they brought up was uh, Breath of the Wild. Like I love that game. It's what it's number 1 for me all time probably. I've never beat that DLC. I couldn't do that master temple thing because it was so much further after I beat that game. Like I lost all that timing and and um was it the counter attacks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like yeah. And it didn't take away from the game for me. I know expansion passes are expansions, so you'll you'll get more out of that story and lore and area and all that, but when it expects you to build upon the, the previous experience that you had and it's been so long, like it's been what a year since that game came out
1: that uh it's kinda hard to Was that a pandemic game? I can't remember. Was that in our pandemic right, we got it? I feel like it was right at the start. I was feeling like it was like nice. March twenty twenty. Was it before the summer before?
0: It was during, it was March 2020. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure.
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: I think I had just moved in here. I had to change mm-hmm. where the thing was being shipped.
1: I don't, I don't remember, man. The last year was such a blur. was a, a blank year for me. No.
0: <laughs> blur is one way of putting it. I
1: think I beat, I think all I can remember from last year is I beat Final Fantasy VII twice. Uh, oh, we
0: already have a remake of that. And So.
1: But yeah,
3: Tosu this is Tsushima, me. Uh, this Tosu- is. Brand, if you don't have
1: this, July seventeenth. this, is, 17th, this is still affordable. Get it before it goes uh, super expensive.
3: All
1: right. Uh, make sure you get the Hong Kong one, because that's the only one with English. Japanese one does not have English.
0: Cesar, of course, showed for our audio listeners, Travis Strikes Again for the PlayStation 4. Get it the Hong Kong version. It has English. Where did you get that from, Cesar?
1: I uh, bought it from uh, PlayAsia when it came out like two years ago, uh, but the price has been going up on eBay. I think they're like I think I paid like 29 for it, but I think it's slowly creeping around to 50 It's slowly. It's not, it's not Switch Bad, where it's like 90 bucks with the DLC already used.
0: Does PlayAge
1: still have copies? I don't remember. That's a good question.
3: Mm, I, I looked the other day. I don't remember if I saw it. I'm going to segue because I started playing Ghost of Tsushima Director's <laughs> Cut. I did not coordinate this with SSR,
2: Yeah, But
3: uh, I saw an ad... Uh, an ad just, like, randomly popped up. I'm like, you know what? I haven't I haven't downloaded the uh, director's cut, so I went ahead and I, I booted the game up, downloaded that, um, paid the u- upgrade, um, and I just went ahead and just restarted the whole game oh. um, because I knew I'd have that, like, fallout with not playing it for a while, right. and I loved the story so much, and I wanted to re-experience it and make... You know, different decisions, and play it a little bit different than the, than I played it the first time. So I, I have no problem replaying this game. you were raving um, about it last year, and I've mm, I probably played an hour and a half or so. Uh, I'm still on that first portion. Um, you know, getting getting people to help me uh, to where I can go back and and liberate, uh, save my uncle um from from the con that's you know come and taken taking the island that's the first part right yeah it's still the first part and i know after you finish that first portion of the island and you open that up then that dlc area Iki island becomes available as well so um and with the with the extra the haptic feedback and uh you know, played with the uh, the headset on the 3D audio and everything. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Um,
0: what did they add with the haptic feedback, like the arrows and stuff?
3: Yeah, the you have the the tension with the bow uh, on the uh, with the triggers. You've got um, you know when riding the horse, and you can feel all that different stuff. Or when he puts away his sword, the way you know the controller just like lightly will vibrate on certain things and. Um, it's it's just really good. Um I think I think this game needed needed that little extra next gen <laughs> push.
0: We thought it was gorgeous on PS4 and PS4 Pro, and then we, we see what the PS five can do to it with the yes. like with the upgrade oh. and then with the like total next gen upgrade package on mm-hmm. top of that. Just it just expounded.
3: Um and really, other than that, I I haven't played too much else. Um, I did some of the I did some more of the the Pokemon Unite. Um, oh come on,
1: Brand! Watch anime like me. Stop playing games. I've been watching more anime. <laughs> I still had time to put games in. Watch anime. Oh, on the anime note, my Cowboy
0: Bebop Blu-ray came in that says I recommended I get from Europe and pay eleven dollars and not eighty dollars in the U.S.
3: You paid? Oh my gosh! See, I got it for like twenty bucks. It was
0: eleven shipped off of eBay from eBay. I,
1: I, I already told Richard, wow. I got both of y'all beat. I got mine from the five dollar bin and uh, from Blu-ray for Walmart. <laughs> wow! Can't like, beat healthy. that. That's because cool it went from Sony to Funimation and then went back to Sony because when Sony bought Funimation. But that's a funny story. That's something else. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't
3: beat that. Um, but yeah, we um, I played some of the like competitive in Pokemon Unite, mm-hmm. and I've got up to like. Because there's there's like beginner, great rank, expert, and then like intermediate or something like that, and then master or something. Can all three
0: of you play at the same time? Yeah. How does that work? Is it is it all in the same screen or does it split off into like three windows like we have
3: our oh well podcast or well that's the thing is we have three different devices so oh that's right you have that's to right. have multiple devices you can't do yeah. a split screen, can't do split I, that's screen what on a... that. Oh,
0: okay nah. oh that's cool you all get together with each each console yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome <laughs> okay this got this got way cooler than i had imagined i was like how does that work with all of y'all in the same three three windows on the same screen
3: okay i know <laughs> it. No. it. um and they, you know, they, they keep adding um more characters and stuff like that. Like I think they they added um oh gosh, uh Blastoise. They added Blastoise um to the game. I I've yet to play as him to see how he works, but and they're gonna continue to add more and more, so um but Is that that's, one
0: of the paid characters or do you just get it for logging in?
3: Paid. But, yes, that's, but that's premium. Let's go. But that's in-game currency. It's like you—you you don't have to okay. actually buy. You can play the game, get your daily coins, and it's like eight thousand coins. So
0: it's so it's a reasonable amount in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In that currency, do do all of you have to have purchased it for it to show up on your team, or can if no, you have, no, have no. Blastoise?
3: Okay. And that's actually like because we were playing the other day, or yeah. We were playing the other day, and I just noticed somebody flipping back between characters, choosing whoever they were going to select, somebody else on our team. And I just mm-hmm. saw Blastoise pop up. i like, what? That's in the game? <laughs> like, it's just... And, yeah. um. And then Oh, man, they that, can roll
0: out. They've got 20 they, oh, they've years got, of Pokemon. Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah, 800-plus Pokemon that they can throw at this game if they want to. Um...
0: It's still doing well, right? I haven't seen any press releases yeah. or anything.
3: Yeah, and I know eventually it'll it'll come to mobile. So I know once it hits mobile, it'll probably be it'll have another huge surge.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, it's a lot of um people on YouTube playing the Pokemon game, so the mobile game, so and on on Twitch, on YouTube, mm-hmm. like it's literally there's a, there's a promotion going around uh so it's like they're promoting it within that community so yeah
0: send us send us the promotion (laughs) let us do it so brandon yeah
1: it's it's pretty good man i never played it but i watched i watch a vtuber play and it's pretty funny so oh oh it's yeah like that's somebody who i think that 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 particular vtuber said they were they used to play a lot of uh dota 2 back in the day uh, and they were like, I, I can do this one because this one doesn't have voice chat, so it doesn't—it's ha- not toxic. <laughs> that was <their> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what made it toxic was the voice chat from Dota. She's like, that's why I don't play Dota two
0: anymore. Um, I mean, that's what Nintendo's whole thing is, right? That's why they don't want you chatting with each other. Yeah, they're right. They're right about certain things.
3: My son's been on a Pokemon kick now because he's—he's been playing. Uh, gosh, I, I think playing. he was playing Leaf Green, and then he picked up like uh, White two, and then. He came in here asking about uh, my Black Two version, and so he's been playing those.
1: And I, I got the he's itch. He's the only person I know that's played those. Well done. I know.
3: <laughs> he made he made me kind of get the itch, and I picked up Black Two and I started playing, and I got through. Both the first. Both you guys, are
1: the only persons uh, people I know that played Black Two. So
3: I well, Black One. I played Black One, uh, and got through the first gym, and I was just like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm done.
1: I've seen I know how this game's gonna turn out.
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's it's that uh, my, my biggest thing is with Pokemon games is every Pokemon game I've ever played, I get into it, I start playing, and that, like, constant hand-holding is so infuriating. Like, there always needs to be an option, like, I know what I'm doing, I've played several iterations of this game, I'm good, I know what I need to do, I know what I need to, you know, just tell me, hi, I'm so-and-so, here's your, you know, pick one of these guys, all right go on your way you know windows 11 let's go <laughs> oh he's frozen
1: uh no it just died i just yeah. never heard you talking it was like bloop it just nope it just, you're
0: there don't worry about it keep going you're there my obs is freaking out though. <laughs> yeah.
3: but you know and that unfortunately it got me thinking and i was looking at all my stuff um, and anybody that has any of these Pokemon games and doesn't have any kind of emotional attachment, isn't a collector now is kind of the time to sell. There's a huge, huge markup on a lot of these games. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, um, I realized one of my games is fake. Uh, really? How yeah. How did you find this out? Uh, I started looking at like all my stuff
2: yeah.
3: and, uh, I went through, I, and all of my all of my DS games are good. And then I got to the Pokemon stuff, which I was I knew I was gonna want to look at, and uh, especially like the what is it, the Heart Gold, Soul Silver versions are ridiculously expensive.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, yeah. But Those are that, that adapter, right? That the, little thing, the, right?
3: The uh, Walker deal, the uh, yeah. pendometer, yeah. Um, all of those are good. And those yeah. are even easy to tell because Black 2, White 2, uh, Black and White, and Heart Gold, Soul Silver, they all, uh, the Pokemon Company did something interesting and they put them in a special cartridge. And if you hold it up to the light, you can actually see it's in like uh, almost like a dark purple cartridge. And so if you hold it up to the light, you can see that, like, purple translucent to it. Like, slightly translucent. Yeah. Um, And then once I got to... Because I told you I I purchased a bunch of these games. Oh, gosh. Six, five, six years ago. Plus Mm -hmm. going back and playing some of them and whatnot. uh, The one that wound up being fake is my um, Pokemon um, Platinum. Wow. What's weird is whoever I didn't know that one is. Whoever went to the extent give me give me two seconds. Hold on. Cause this is crazy. Take
0: your time. Yeah. I gotta know. I need We're finding know. out about uh Pokemon bootlegging. Whoever went
3: to all this trouble uh did a damn good job. Because you look at this thing, it's shiny the yeah. original the original yeah. game is shiny right. and you you open it up the game case feels a little stiff but it even says nintendo ds right in here yeah. so i mean it it could be just a replacement case cuz it's a little stiff right uh it's got the game manual um and even like a little extra like nintendo ds stuff right here. This all looks legit to me. It, everything looks legit. Right. Uh it's you look it's at the it's all
0: sleight
2: of hand, right? It's all sleight of hand.
3: That's the thing is you look at the manual it it looks good and it feels good. It feels like the same paper and everything. It, yeah. it, it has the same feel. If you look at it though, it's like the colors are slightly washed out. But that's not a big giveaway. It's not a we dead can't, giveaway.
0: can't see just, it. For, for audio listeners, it's not noticeable.
3: Just looking at it, you can't really tell. Yeah. The, the, the big thing is the cart. When you start looking at the cart, the actual cartridge, the cartridge looks fine. Yeah. Everything looks fine. Everything adds up. But there's certain little details that they put in the... Uh, labeling of these things so like there's in this one there's like several little lines you can see there's like red and red and black streaks coming off in the actual cartridge the number of streaks doesn't add up to the number on this one like this one is missing some Uh. uh, that the red down here at the bottom. Uh, kind of goes through the actual Nintendo logo logo on the actual uh, legit card. Uh, weird. That Nintendo logo on there is red, where on the actual cartridge it's
0: black. And it's not just a different print
3: or anything. Oh, I I went as far as uh, breaking this bad boy open. Oh, and, and looking at the board, it's and a, you it's can tell. You oh, can tell yeah. it's
0: fake after the board. Oh, you yeah. got this like six years ago. Were they yeah. really
3: that were they to that point then? Well, that's the thing is like they weren't even that expensive back then. They oh. were they they you know they <sighs> yes. weren't overly expensive. It's just this market and all these <laughs> you're good.
1: Cesar, right, we can't well, hear no, you. Mine's good because mine's still you're sealed. sealed. <laughs> there's that.
0: Cesar, so right. break it open so we can compare.
1: Uh I got this version that's already broken open so break it open so we can compare. We could. I'll, that's what I was going to do, but it's still sealed, so I think no, I'm good. Oh, sealed.
3: It's sealed. Keep it. Uh and that's the thing is, I mean, you can go on eBay and see there's several there's several uh sellers selling these and they say brand new, not even opened and then they have a picture of the of the case open and everything. Look at yeah. And they've they've changed how they labeled it and everything, but
0: How much are those?
3: Uh That's the thing is this game sells for anywhere between 80, 90, upwards, a hundred. So, so that's
0: that's, one's probably 200
3: something. And that's the thing is like, whoever went to all this trouble, I mean, to get this like glossy. uh, It looks perfect to me. I never would have known. I would have bought looks If I saw that
1: somewhere, I'd buy it. You probably, you probably got a dude that just had a good, good printer. Wow. And I just printed a, print a whole bunch of them and just sliced them up and just went along. Whatever the easiest way on there. And,
3: and that's the thing is I think we I found uh, there was one other game and it was in my son's collection. His his fire red version was a fake. And that one is obviously because like the the label for the thing is it's supposed to be like a holographic and it's matte. And then you. Open up the the uh, the cartridge, yeah. and there's like a battery in there. When those games didn't even run off battery save, like rom or and, something. Yeah, I was like, oof! It, like the uh, PCV in there doesn't even have Nintendo on it, and you know, it's <laughs>
0: oh man. <laughs> same Pokemon
3: with same face. with that. Yeah, same thing with this one. And that's it's not just Pokemon. It's there's all sorts of. Um but if you if Nintendo, you pop that in a
0: DS, it DS shows fakes. Pokemon Platinum, right? It does. Everything looks right.
3: Yeah. Man, I would just keep
0: that shit and keep it as it is.
3: There's you have a there's, playable
0: copy of the game.
3: Sometimes it depends. There's um because there's you know debate on that whether it's you know bad to have one or not and everything. My yeah. my whole thing is um somebody profited off you know, it's true. Uh, you know, off, off uh, a completely fake and selling it as a original, complete, you know, copy. Right. So that's a little. That's definitely dishonest.
0: That's that's shady on them. But you still didn't take anything from the from Nintendo's pocket. No, you no. Were buying it, you were buying it second hand either way. But, but that, they
1: yeah they, they, they passed did. it
0: off as legit. But yeah, that, the,
1: sure. the other problem. The other problem is those those are sometimes are ticking time bombs. Like, sometimes yeah. they can last forever, and sometimes they'll die in a certain amount of time.
3: Sometimes they die, sometimes uh, because they're a reproduction or, you know, technically not a real copy, sometimes they're missing certain features, or yeah. sometimes they'll have different they'll, bugs.
1: They'll corrupt itself, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It,
1: depending on the, because they use cheap uh, parts in there. They Bad Eprom. That, Yeah, because typically what they do is they take a, a cheap DS game, and they just blow it out, and then they just copy that game on that. It's typical of what they do, and then sometimes
3: this is not even that because so. it doesn't have Nintendo on the board, yeah. nothing. It's yeah, it's that's,
1: that would be my concern is at some point that game may stop working. So it's cool mm-hmm. that it works now, but that would be my concern. That or you try to transfer fucking Pokemon and they say you don't have a legit Pokemon. So yeah, check in the game that it does like you're trying to cheat the game.
3: But uh, yeah, that's that's part of the. Uh, the fun of collecting, you got to learn and, and watch, your, watch See, your P's and Q's.
1: I've had this conversation with Richard before, man. I, I don't buy secondhand DS and Game Boy Advance because there's so many pirated copies of those things. You can't tell what's real or what's not.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only one I'm considering right now is a Dragon Quest cart that has Dragon Quest four, five, six, and 9 on it. So I know what I'm getting <laughs> if I get that DS game. Yeah. They put in the they put in the listing. Uh when you boot the game, it says it's Spongebob Squarepants. Don't worry, just <laughs> launch the game. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with uh Cesaro on that one because I haven't bought one of those games since well, I actually it just got Super Mario Advance, but it was a missed listing. And they said it was the Japanese one. And I'm looking at the cover like that's a US cover. Like, whoa, what is happening here? And I popped it in Game Boy Advance and it fired up. It's the US one, so. I guess people were deterred by the listing that said it was a Japanese copy, mm-hmm. but I haven't bought hardly any of those games since then. And I sold my—I took like either Cesar or Michael went went with me on that trip, but I took like five or six games to GameStop when they had some crazy trade promo, and one of those was my physical copy of uh, uh, was it Heart Gold, I think. And I just took cart only in there and I traded like five or six games for a brand yeah. new PS four pro. That's what I flipped them for. And I had Castlevania Legends, I think, for Game Boy. There was a couple games that I saw were heavy hitters with some weird promo they had. And I was like, I'm not playing this, or I don't need this physical copy. It doesn't mean that much to me. And I can I can get rid of this. And I walked out of there with a PS four pro and still some credit left over after that. That's been some years though, but
1: it's not it's not it didn't break your heart like uh Burning Rangers did. Oof
0: uh burning rangers still doesn't hurt i made money on it overall i guess so even none of those i really look back on like Meh. i mean it'd be cool to have burning rangers but i could still play burning rangers today if i wanted to polymega we'll be playing it, in, <laughs> we'll be playing it in two weeks.
1: Just, just join me and just have the japanese one that was like cost me 30 bucks huh yeah, and then there's that. I was laughing as I, I was laughing as I, I paid $30 for my copy of Imagine Night Ray Earth for Sega Saturn, and I was laughing at and looking at the the US one that's cost $1,500, and I was like, I'm not paying $1,500 for Imagine, Imagine Night Ray Earth. I'm paying um $30 for it, and there's already a, a patch for it online where I can just download the patch and patch it in English. So I was like, yeah. all right, let's go.
0: I paid $80 for Burning Rangers back in the day <laughs> and then sold it for way more than that. Not as much as it's worth now, but... It's fine. It's not a big deal. I can still play it if I want to. Too many games. Let's see. Beware of repros. What else I'm, did you play, Brent?
3: I meant to get back into Doom. I just hadn't didn't get the chance. So really yeah, I think I think that's it. I think most of it was spent Ghost of Tsushima. So I almost met.
0: All right, uh ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this episode, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you.
3: I will be right